0: 2 1 Oh hold it now 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 Welcome to the Quincy Jones show You are now in the magnificent with the two man tower trip Quincy Jones and Doc Darles Hey
1: what is going on we are live yes, sir. and you know what it is man another episode of the quincy jones show it's another friday well it's another day of the week and and, and at least by the end of the week we will give you another one of these as we are here again yeah. you know what i mean we had a hell of an episode last week I want to thank y'all for uh checking it out listening downloading uh, doing all that you do but uh first and foremost let me uh introduce to you the magic behind the show the host, the ones who put it all together, Daddy. It is yours truly, Quincy Jones, going, of course, to my right, the best damn tag team partner in existence. You guys know what um, it is,
0: Doc Lesnar. They hip-hop do. Hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence, as you said. In the worlds of hip hop and pro wrestling, a.k.a. the Quincy Jones Show Gang, a.k.a. Doc Quincy Gang, it's what it's going to be, or, or what it is, and uh, whatever they say. Bang, yeah. bang They yeah. keep changing their slogan, Trick Mellow Gang. But yeah,
1: it's, it's the Mellow Trick and Trick and Mellow Gang, you yeah. know? Mm hmm. We're so ampedestrious with it. No, no, now it's not like T.I., but uh, anyways, uh, we got some news, uh, we got some review, um, unfortunate predictions. Uh, well, I'll it's, say 50, I'm it's pr- 50 50. Yeah, I, mean, say I'm pr- uh, I mean, it seems like a, a good show on both ends. I mean, I didn't really realize Russell Dream was going to be so fucking stacked though, because well, it's, it's,
0: it's a tribute
1: show. No, no, I no. understand that, but I mean, and it, you know, going back to like even hearing. Oh, they don't want to go to the Seattle market until they, you know, they got something ready they want to do over there. And they were like, "Oh, that's why." Remember,
0: because yeah, let's get all three of our uh, biggest stars from Seattle on the card. Oh, well, because
1: remember, like they've been letting Swerve and Darby over there, but they when when Brian wanted to go over there and do a Defy Show, they're like, "No, no, no, no." no. Well, it makes sense. They well, yeah, yeah, let they, us make the money
0: let, first. Let, let us. Let,
1: <laughs> it always meant was that uh, from Airheads. Now we're making records.
0: Yeah, now we're making
1: records. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, man, but um. Yeah, guess, so we got, got kind, yeah. of a, uh, kind of a kind of a crowded episode. Let's get right into it, man. We yeah, got the without news. Without further ado, yeah, yeah man, we'll just yeah, kick yeah. it
0: off with the uh, yeah. one thing everyone's already talking about is Jade Cargill. Yeah. It's official; she has signed with WWE. And don't be fooled. It was quote unquote first reported by ESPN. It was not it was reported by Fightful like a week ago, but yeah. ESPN has a bigger outreach. I, you know, I digress. Uh, K.
1: Jargill. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: right? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the official uh, statement I had, and I'm sure you got some things, i jump in when you want, but from Stanford, Connecticut, uh, as, uh, you know, uh, established on September 26th, WWE part of TKO Group Holdings today announced it has signed Jade Cargill to a multi-year contract. Cargill, a standout performer who has earned accolades as an industry-renowned talent, will begin training today at the wwe performance center in orlando so uh and of course you know with several quotes on it from both sides of the you know of the wrestling world aw uh you know names as far as tk you know uh i know ricky stark as well uh, kenny omega which i was actually surprised um he didn't now name he, her he, directly um, but you he, know he
1: actually had been coming out to kind of stop all the slander on her name for, for yeah on the wwe so he's which you know he um it ain't it ain't nothing wrong with what's going on really. No, you know what I mean? People not at all. People they gonna feel the way they feel. I mean, they, oh she pulled a Cody. I'm like, Cody's a little bit different. There there's less some roots there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but no, for that sure. that's not what this podcast is for. But yeah, yeah. There, there were obviously several heads turning on this. Uh seeing is believing and um she put out that video of her arriving to the performance center, which
0: Yeah, you know. but I'll be honest, I was like, You're wearing slides. <laughs> you ain't about. To I saw now. that, and then, but then she
1: she was rolling around because there was there was uh, shots of her rolling around the ring over there. Oh, okay. Um, and she had she must have had some boot because my thing is they obviously orchestrated the walk. Well, you it, know, what I mean, I, and I get yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's, it's what you do with social media. It's not a, that's that part's yeah, not a big deal. I,
0: what I'll say too is is um, you know it. People feel and like they're little, going over the top because yeah, they, they know are. it's because well, I, I think it's, the it, AEW element it, 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 to it. I, I think. think it's not yeah. just that, but I think they're they're kinda I'm, i this is my concern. I like how Jade was groomed to a, an extent in, in AEW. But, you know, although she was only been wrestling for two years. And, you know, she she was getting better. I know she was training hands-on with Brian Danielson, which mm-hmm. <laughs> someone already made the joke that in recent interviews when she notes that, she's been saying Daniel Bryan. So I was like, damn. So they got <laughs> – we got you already changed your vernacular already. Yeah. Um, you know what that's I'm saying? Hilarious. But um But – you yeah, think
1: good thing Cody is still Cody, and I started. Yeah,
0: you know, but it is speculated <laughs> uh, that if man. she does go to NXT, it will definitely not be for long. I know USA is already teased like, when will you see Jade Cargill? And you know Raw's, you know, is yeah. what's on USA right now. And, and what's I being just... said is
1: she knows where she's on. But she's Mm -hmm. not revealing it yet. She's just been encouraging people to follow, to tune in, and I'm like, well, how are we supposed to follow or or tune in if we don't know who to follow or where to tune in? Well, and they (laughs) definitely are, like you
0: said, they have made it a big deal. I know Triple H has already made a tweet, you know, uh, you know, complimenting her and being one of the most dominant females, yeah. et cetera, and yeah. I know they the, their PR went to every outlet they could to let them know about it themselves. And then I know Jeez. this just came in yesterday. When's which the last time you...
1: they, they've done that with a sign? Exactly. Well, day, right? the thing like... is
0: because, like, she's boasted. She's the first official – signing under the TKO banner. So I don't know if this is uh. what we're expecting heading forward now with like new signings, but I know I did see this. PW Insider learned that the in-house sound, soundtrack uh, maestros, Def Rebel, have struck gold with a groundbreaking addition to their musical lineup. They were able to bag Megan the Stallion, to lend her vocals to create the theme song for Jade Cargill, so it lets you know, like, I mean, there really are rolling out. Like, the, like the, but
1: that's the thing. We knew they were gonna be putting bread up because look at her, yeah. you know what I mean. But, but just, she's also
0: said she don't need the money.
1: I know. I, I, yeah. That that I know. I'm talking more about the marketing budget and, mm-hmm. and the the um, uh, exposure and and everything they're doing. Like you said, going to all the the outlets and doing all that. So I I get it. I guess. Let's just hope it don't bust on him. You know what I'm saying? That's what
0: I'm wondering is because Because, although she has only been wrestling for two years and has definitely a great trajectory... I look at who did she wrestle in those two years, because, you know, some exactly. of the... And we'll, be, we'll get into some of those quotes, because yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what Stephanie told you guys, but I know no, she no, had yeah, also she, said yeah, one Yeah, she
1: commented her, about not being able to get a shot at the yeah. women's title, and then having some conversations with some of those women mm-hmm. about, like, oh, I wish we could have had that matchup. Yeah, like we all oh, wish. like well, I because mean, we never got, like,
0: like, her and Britt Baker, or her and, like... I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, Statlander was great, but it, you know, I think for me, I would have liked to see it without a belt involved. It just would have been good to get a program yeah. out of it, kind of thing.
1: I so. mean, there's, they, they kept her protected and away from everything. Same, same as they keep like Lance Archer away from Cage. Yeah. All, you know what I mean? Oh, the, the Wardlow, they always like to try to keep them on their own island for some reason. I don't, I don't know. I what will the deal, say the
0: last person they did that with that ended up kind of imploding on them was Ronda Rousey.
1: I was just gonna bring her up because I, I was gonna say I think the last time they had this much fanfare surrounding any type of single outside signing, but not necessarily outside. It's just like, oh, this is not someone coming in to train under WWE. They like you know they came from another company to come to WWE. Mm-hmm.
2: It,
1: I mean, in this case, it was UFC. Yeah. you know but still you know there's a little bit of athletic background there already with the wrestling but I mean she learned on the job you know in the last yeah. whatever it was yeah so, and you gotta
0: admit um, the way she came into her first match teaming with Shaq against Cody and a Red little, Velvet almost alike
1: to the angle thing yeah, that I think about a it, a little yeah. bit but even oh, you shit. know even
0: saying that I wasn't even trying to like add to that, that point out, but right? just in yeah, the but, sense yeah. that she came in hmm. with you know, I don't want, you know, I won't say with a rocket, but in a good position. Oh, so definite, she can only kind of go with There was up. a fuse going. There's yeah. def- a definite fuse going. But here's the confusing for me, too, because a lot of people didn't think she was going to jump ship, because it's like literally a week before she returned on collision, she did that interview with, I believe it's a women's wrestling talk, where she literally said, um, I love it there's here. no other place I would <laughs> want to be because she was really complimenting, uh, you know, Tony Khan is a boss saying he's a phenomenal boss. I can literally hit him up right now. He'll probably hit me back in three minutes. This is a man who has four companies, a, a pro soccer team, the Jaguars. He's busy, but he literally comes to every show. He's passionate. He loves our company and there's no other place I'd want to be. He doesn't look at me as a number. He looks at me as a human being. And it's just like, yeah, but two weeks after
1: that, you yeah,
0: you know what
1: you it was? WWE, uh, they respond back in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what
0: it is. I mean, yeah, because I, I uh,
1: there, there was a, you know, this whole quote going around saying that she looked at AEW as a stepping stone. I'm like, whoa, so whoa, I, whoa. I, Where's I think that con- you know, yeah, it's I she, what
0: she's kind of said is like. And it, it might not have been the best way to say it. Like, I know she got interviewed by The Ringer. That's where a lot of these quotes okay, are coming okay, from. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I know one video was talking about, like, I've been prepping for this. Like, you know, she. it's almost like she's making it sound like AEW prepped her for this. But oh, she's it's also she's very re- reiterated that. This has always been the mission, but here's some things yeah, yeah. I know she has touted liking the management team of Triple H, Bruce pritchard Dan Mantrell, and Nick khan saying you can't get better than that. Uh, she's talked about potential people she wants to face and Nia Jax, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair, which I think obviously the latter's the obvious you know matchup. But yeah, um, she's already talking
1: WrestleMania pitches between them two. I'm uh, like, calm down. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, and yeah, and. Like you said, she did talk about wanting to uh, work with some of the amazing women that were holding the main belts at AEW. But yeah. uh, I'll, I don't want to backshock on that. But this is what uh, I, I would say, or that I got. She says it was a no brainer on why she signed. Uh, she says I wouldn't say it's a ceiling in AEW I would just say that the route I wanted to take was different and the route I wanted yeah, to embark yeah. on was different I didn't see over there where I could fit it uh, or fit in my uh, I guess that route she's talking about the only way I could do it was by coming to the WWE universe uh, she went on to say I want to create a legacy I want to be in the Hall of Fame I want to wrestle with the best woman in the world there's no grander stage than this stage um, you know it was very welcoming the opportunities are endless I didn't have any second thoughts about it at all it was an easy choice And she goes it wasn't Easy, but it was easy, which I, I guess I kind of understand. Like you know, it's it's not easy, and like I don't want to like. It's
1: not easy to be selfish. But yeah, the, yeah. The choice is easier than the choice. To exactly. Be you, yeah, you you, know you know I mean? embody
0: that way better than I could have said it. But <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I under, You're still gonna battle with it, but it's like, you yeah, know, it's really up to you and how you. Yeah. Sleep at night tough and, decision
0: in a sense.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean
1: yeah. the the. the the irony of that is her talking about, oh, I want to wrestle the, the best woman in the world, and then you got Becky, which I didn't put this on. Oh the yeah, TV. I, I grabbed this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah where I she's was... like talking, like kind of criticizing the way that the women are booked right yeah. now. I'm like, well, we're all the best women, and if that's not where you're going, because according to the one of the best, yeah, <laughs> you know? well, that's but, the thing that uh, a
0: lot of people argue that although. AEW might not be doing the best. The WWE main no, they're, rosters they're doing worse, but a lot of people yeah. kind of tout what NXT's done, which I can't I agree. really hate on either. You know, I, I I I'd be forced to agree, especially with me. I mean, the show. a lot
1: of them came up quicker than I like. They they came uh came to their potential yeah. a little bit quicker than I even gave them credit for for sure. But the last thing I wanted to say about the J thing is uh, to, uh I just wanted to read Tony's um oh yeah yeah I was I was yeah go ahead yeah it was during the the Russell Dream media call. Uh, yeah, he got asked mm-hmm. about uh, obviously uh, Cargill and you know signed with WWE, and uh, he just said I only have positive things to say about Jade. It's been great having her in AEW. She's always welcome here. I think she's had a great run uh, with us and has had a uh, great career. I'm sure in front of her, uh, we're wishing her the best for the future.
0: Yeah, so. and uh, I know Starks. He just tweeted. Uh, a bicep and wrote proud and then omega kind of more what we were talking about earlier i think in defense of like all that weird you know tribalism stuff he said this may be news to a lot of fans out there but when one wrestler goes from one company to another we tend to always wish them the best and cheer for them while they embark on a new journey genuinely it's embarrassing and shameful that some fans aren't capable of the same
1: yeah talking about you you <laughs> <laughs> right. but
0: uh yes uh, but uh talking about going to different companies or I guess you know, bad segue on releases, uh one oh. name that was not mentioned last week uh during our podcast episode was well Ickham and I think also got added, but Matt Riddle uh, re- has been released. The reason
1: why is it was that news was not uh released till 5 30 p.m. Yeah. Friday. That, that so that I was like, right. yeah, we wouldn't have we wouldn't even have picked up on it.
0: Yeah. And Matt he uh Matt Riddle has tweeted, just wanted to inform everyone, I'm no longer with WWE. Thank you for the memories and opportunities. Also, thank you to all the fans for the support and love and love you. Give me every time, or in the love you give me every time I go out to the ring, see you all soon. It's been said by higher-ups that Riddle just, quote, burned through too many chances during his time with the company. Obviously, he recently made some news with, uh, you know, the whole... Airport, uh, into, yeah. I think it was a JFK. Yeah, did. and you're right. As I did, did dig further into it, it did sound like he might have just been disorderly over the whole thing the way I read it at the time was like they were misinformed so that's why they were looking for him um, and it just blew out of proportion but it that, that could like be
1: it too he could have just been like coming down he could have been on some gummies bro on the, on the yeah. flight really and then they were like oh this was drunk yeah
0: right but per fightful he was never planned for a return it wasn't part of uh, the creative plans following the incident so Jeez. I mean that's
1: I mean it's hard because because everyone was like Oh, he's still there because Randy just got seen at the at the performance center. And then that same day, later the same day he got seen, uh, that's when he they <laughs> – Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he gone. He gone. He gone. I, I mean, look, I ain't, I ain't here to criticize dude, but he obviously ain't missing it. He over here doing photo shoots. Yeah. Fraternity and, shoots. And, and
0: really weird ones. like, like Yeah. I, and I'm not trying to hate, but no, I, mean, no, I no, think I said you
1: – Look, as long as you ain't hurting nobody, doing nothing illegal – You know what I'm saying? Doing nothing morally wrong. I mean, if you... No, no, no. no, Look, look. Just because it's not my cup of tea, it may not... You know what I mean? Mm. If two consenting adults, if that's what make them go... I got you know me and whatever just don't do that shit around I, me. I, say, I know what I would do with my. <laughs> don't, pregnant don't, don't I, don't do like, it. I just know it wouldn't. That's not how I would had no, it set up. No, no. Yeah, you know, we paying for this. It was no. it oh, was no. a certain
0: it was just a certain pose where I'm like, yeah, um, y'all see it in there, bro. Don't don't trust even play with, with with the choke. Like that's that's kind of trust me. It's, it's, it's
1: speaking. Of, I mean, it's, it's it's a week of chokes, by the way, because I got. I don't know if he. Did you get a chance to see any Dynamite?
0: I didn't watch anything, man. I unfortunately got tied up with. Uh, no, you're good because it was, I mean, I, it I was saw kinda. I saw one thing that got basically leaked to the, you know, because everyone's speculating who's under the mask and you know that's all I'll it's, say because I don't want to step it's on Ray, your it's
1: Ray Phoenix yeah we'll see <laughs> but
0: uh, I was gonna say adding to the releases it's being said the reason for all the talent cuts were um, you know including like Dolph Ziggler guys like that the Observer newsletter uh, newsletter has a note saying that many of the releases were talent that were making main roster money but weren't being used on the main roster and it was believed that they weren't going to be used on the main roster in the future and just to kind of uh, you know speculate a little bit more uh, you know names such as like uh, Mustafa. Mustafa Ali and Dana Brooke, who obviously were working at NXT, but were still making main roster money, they were not factored into any creative plans in terms of bringing them back to the main roster. Uh, they have both uh, do have 90-day non-compete clauses, so you know they, you won't see them appear for any other companies until late December at the very earliest. So. Yeah, uh,
1: Mustafa's already put out a uh, Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. Yeah, think, we've been tagged. <laughs> uh, against the world tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah a lot out. of
0: people have been tagging us in a lot of these release uh, posts lately. Hey, I ain't it's, mad at I, it. it. Yeah.
1: You know, you, you went on the- come through and have to worry about creative making you be a terrorist or be a. a, <laughs> well, a it's sawed funny cause I,
0: I did hear that a uh, part of why he was let go was when he did go and do the oh you know the kind of political angle Fox apparently freaked out about it because they I guess he wanted to do it when he was on Smackdown and they didn't they were not about it they just thought it was gonna be a, a huge backlash and then when it happened on USA for NXT. They also weren't. They kind of freaked out too. That's so weird. Like,
1: but then, but then, then you hear about these things about oh, we were going to pitch Mansoor to be a, uh, you know, part of the uh, like a, a terrorist, and 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 like is that true? That is a real could, pitch. And, I, and I know they, they say talk about those
0: other ones with the fixers or no, whatever. No, 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 no. This this, is is, this
1: didn't come from him. This oh, came. Okay. This, this came. Remember that suit they came out with that black girl who got fired. And she started to come out saying that they were coming out with a, a bunch of racially insensitive and stereotypical oh, I forgot like, about that. The, the former stuff. writer. Yeah. 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 So okay. that was one of the things that they came out with. What they were trying to, someone was seriously trying to pitch for him to be some sort of terrorist or linked to the 9 11 attacks. And I'm like, bro, what? You know what I mean? So I don't, it's, it's crazy that, how about I just be a guy that's, I don't know, political? Because we also have, um, oh, I forgot the cat's name. His, his, last, his last name reminds you of Nicki Minaj. It's, uh, uh, this comic who just came out i mean some shit came out about him like exaggerating in some of his stories of his jokes but he's a comedian that's what
0: they do oh okay but, but he
1: he's currently kind of doing some of the um the daily news stuff since what's his name left trevor uh noah
0: oh oh, okay I think so I it's not like about. a
1: middle eastern guy can't be political you know what i'm saying yeah, and yeah people
0: won't people just don't want to see it appreciate
1: I the commentary from it you know what i mean because yeah yeah so i don't know it's weird that they would Freak out, which kind of... I mean, especially when you say it's Fox. You're like, okay, you just really... It seems like fully it's only reinforced this, this reputation that you guys have. You know what I mean? But so. it
0: also seems like it's only like, oh, if you try in America...
1: hey you can you can come here and do everything but the moment you try to turn it around on us, yeah yeah
0: yeah. that's that's kind of how it's reading but i don't want to every time
1: america's is on the block the accent changes my friend i do want
0: (laughs) to add to some of those too because hbk recently uh he did a pre no mercy yes scrum uh he had a few things that were interesting but in terms of uh you know the, the releases, he said, Mustafa Ali's release took him by surprise, and he found out right before Ali did. He said uh, he thinks he'll have a successful future anyway because he's very bright and talented. And said Dana Brooke release also uh, caught him by surprise. He said they have experienced releases like this last, uh, like last week's before, and they have learned how to make adjustments. And uh, he just put over her experience helping with the main ro- or with the. Uh, with the roster in NXT or whatever, but um,
1: developmental fool.
0: <laughs> yeah, he also commented on Jade, saying she's an awesome specimen, a striking young lady, uh, has a presence about her. Basically, says he would love to have her here in NXT, but wherever she ends up, I have no doubt she's gonna have success. Uh, also at uh, you know, talked about possibly <laughs> CM Punk coming to NXT and said. Of, he told Wrestling House, or House, of course, of course we'd welcome CM Punk in NXT, and that he claims he always got CM Punk. He's had positive experiences with CM Punk and says that they probably had a lot of similar personality qualities And uh, but believes that Punk would rather go to the main roster if he did have a chance. And, of course, he added, if I get in trouble for that one, I'll let you know.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is you're like, yeah, we, we get each other. Me being a druggie, him not doing drugs, we just see... Both sides of the yin and yang. You
0: yeah, know? yeah, definitely. It's just
1: crazy. And uh, I, I thought when he first started, oh, yeah, and, uh, he had something to say about Jade. I think he'd be like, he says uh, he thinks she's cute, and he knows she's sexy. And she, she got the looks. That,
0: that drives the boys well,
1: wild. Yeah. The
0: that milkshake. really moves. She has that
1: milkshake that brings the boys to the yard.
0: <laughs> it sounded half Sean, mostly Vince. So yeah, it was that's mostly where it Vince at I- Bring the shake
1: to the yard. All I see is there the goes- Jonah
0: Jameson mustache. Oh
1: no, we can't. <laughs> well, I don't know.
0: Oh man, that's a thick mustache. <laughs> <laughs> word, word,
1: I'm just thinking about that Stone Cold Steve Austin got milk
0: oh, poster man. back in the day. Nah, no. <laughs>
1: Full gear ready for
0: the Milk Mustache. This dude. Uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was, though. But uh,
1: uh, we got some injuries. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was going to say, we can move on to some injury yeah, updates. Man. And I know you had a streaming update for WWE as well before yeah, I we got, changed gears to yeah, AEW. Yeah, got some stuff. But, but uh, yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Um, There's a
1: rash of injuries going around on both yeah, sides, man. very
0: much. Uh, Sheamus, uh, last time we saw him, was in a match against Edge in what would be, I guess, noted as his last match with the company. Retirement but But uh, Sheamus, yeah, yeah currently, uh, per day Meltzer, quote, has a really bad... That's shoulder injury. Uh, Little is known about the specifics, um, but, you know, WWE's yet to even announce it. But, um, you know, he's obviously been absent from WWE programming since that match. I think that was in the middle of August. But then also, um, I believe uh, our truth is on his way back. I don't know if you guys remember this. He had an injury oh, he, during a match it against was Grayson Waller. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he went for like a, a Tope It was the
1: same, the same spot that Miz hurt him on. Same yeah, thing.
0: yeah. That's right. Like where, where he, didn't, he didn't, yeah, catch he him. didn't catch him. Yeah, yeah this was back uh, almost a year ago, November first, twenty twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, Fifty-one year old, which I I always get so it's, amazed that he's it's dope yeah, to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he's uh, apparently it was a um, that's cool a quad tear. And it put him out yeah. for 327 days, but uh, yeah, apparently he's uh, getting back with his in-ring fitness and starting to make a comeback. So uh, he th-
1: tore his quad uh, and came back before or after? Sh- uh, sh- I know. I guess no. Shane, yeah, he he tore his earlier this year. That he makes buy sense. A check for Shane. I mean, look, like, like I mean, it's it's. I, I heard he dropped the music video actually, so he must be feeling better too. Yeah, he dropped the his own world
0: star. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, he got the money.
1: But, you know, the whole uh, injury with little known to the nature of it is going around. Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan. Um, yeah, until
0: you told me today, I don't think I knew she was I mean, still she, hurt.
1: Well, remember, her and Raquel had to drop the titles.
0: Oh, that's right. You okay. know, because
1: she was hurt. Uh, not a lot known on what exactly is going on, but she was, uh, she, she was, oh, that's what, she was speaking with muscle and health, and she had confirmed that uh, while discussing her diet that she's actually uh, currently out with an injury, and I was like, are you saying that for kayfabe Yeah. or is like hey oh, uh, by the way um if anyone asks i'm hurt uh but when i'm eating apples in the morning <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just in case I'm, not that I'm, anyone asks when i'm yeah. frying up the egg whites uh really it's it's just all about how you know it's just technique yeah. really uh, and seasoning I, and technique, you know. it's just That's what gets you halfway there.
0: Also, uh, Nikita Lyon from NXT, she recently posted to Instagram. Oh, yeah, because she hurt her knee again or what? I think so. But Damn. she's now cleared to begin in-ring training again. So, Because she believe, got
1: her back-to-back, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, it was, you know, they were able to write her off because Blair Davenport was yeah. still that hooded assault or assailant, I should say. And she was beating up everybody or whatever. So they were able to do do that. Actually, I don't think about it. Sol Ruka hasn't been back in a while. And she was one of those victims, too. I wonder what's going on with her. But, uh, yeah, no, it uh, you know, has a lot of people thinking this will lead to a TV return somewhat soon. But, uh, yeah, all right. that's all I had on the uh, injury well, side. Uh there is one more for WWE, at least yeah. from
1: what I got. And uh, for those that may remember, uh, a little group uh, <laughs> called Legacy mm-hmm. <laughs> you may have heard a little bit of this yes. little ditty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a, a one-time member uh, shortly in there, uh, Manu, yeah. who obviously is part of the uh, the, the Bull Bull Line Legacy. Throw mm-hmm. the ones up, uh, boo. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> No. nah. nah. Uh, but now he—you ain't uh, caught, you ain't caught, Taker. No,
0: you ain't, oh. no, I actually—that no, no, was no, no, That was snicker. Yeah, Come yeah. On. yeah, I always mix those up. Wrong,
1: wrong, Usus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. yeah. No, I, but uh, taken. Now, taken. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to be jovial only because a uh, little bit of sad news here. Um, AKA Alpha Junior. Uh, again, this is Manu. Um, he uh, currently had uh, a GoFundMe campaign started uh, on behalf of uh, another one of his relatives, Lance mm-hmm. Um Basically, he, this guy's he's, he's uh, as young as us, man. Uh, but yeah, they started it in an effort to uh, raise funds for uh, medical expenses. Uh, he's suffering from a heart condition. Um, he was rushed to the hospital Saturday, September 23rd. Uh, he had been informed that he developed a severe and unexpected complex cardiac issue. Uh, after undergoing several tests, it discovered that uh, Alpha Junior's heart injection fraction is currently working at only 35%. Uh, unfortunately, his heart is also filling up with fluid every few hours. Um, so there is a GoFundMe if you guys want to go ahead and check that out. Um, again, it's uh, he's looking for, uh, you know, um, uh, various medical expenses and, and of course, uh uh, what's it called drugs and or not drugs, but you know prescription drugs and and getting everything that he needs as far as uh, resources. But yeah, you can check it out. It's uh, I think the the current goal is set at a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if they're going to get that, but I mean anything you know helps out. Just wanted to bring it up uh, here mm-hmm. for for just yeah, yeah, more course. than anything. But yeah. again, uh, Alpha Junior, you know uh, check it out. GoFundMe and I believe it's being organized by under uh, a man named Mike Kleckner. So oh, okay. if you see that name associated with it, that is the right one that that uh, you
0: are uh, interacting with. So that should be it. Cool, man. And then, yeah, I think I was just mentioning you had a update on some streaming, right, for the WWE? You're talking to me? Yes, sir.
1: You trying to put me on the spot? Like, I don't know my stuff?
0: I was just trying to get a good segue.
1: Well, hold on. You, but... Let me get my screenshots together because you were supposed to buy me time. <laughs> nah, I have two things, actually. WWE has agreed on a new streaming deal that starts in October 2023, bringing Raw and SmackDown to Japan for free. Uh, I
0: read that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, uh, they came to agreement with I believe I don't know if it's uh, if it's a word or if it's an acronym, but it's Abema, A B E M A. Mm -hmm. uh, That will be Raw. uh, That I'm sorry. That will see Raw and SmackDown stream on the platform from October third until the future. So uh, that was one thing with the streaming in Japan. But also we had talked. I believe it was last week, maybe even the week before, uh, maybe both. Uh, we've been talking about what's been going on with the streaming rights and what's also going on with like the stuff with Fox and mm-hmm. USA and what's mm-hmm. it going to mean. Um, also, there's been uh, some talk about what's going to go on with Hulu because obviously uh, there is some WWE programming on there that gets uh, syndicated as well. Um, PW Insiders provided further update on the relationship between WWE and Hulu. Uh, Hulu, mm-hmm. reporting that a short term extension had been agreed upon. Um, oh, okay. The, the report notes that depending on the program or content, the shows will now expire the next 7 to 14 days. So That's only uh, one to two weeks. Uh, WWE, WWE recently announced new media rights deal for SmackDown, which will see the show return to the USA Network and at the end of its current deal with Fox in 2024. Uh, Bianchi Belair. That's the only thing that's interesting why I also brought this up is they probably extended it a week or two just because they already have shows in place. Um, ah, okay. to air yeah that makes sense and they gotta get you know the access- slow, make it yeah. accessible for the yeah. yeah but with them not having the relationship with Hulu there's also some programming that's gonna be on Hulu with the reality TV series uh, The Crawfords later this year with uh, Bianca Belair and Montez Ford
0: oh really
1: so yeah I was wondering if maybe if that's something independent of WWE with it being called The Crawfords mm-hmm. and not like from the heavens or something you know (laughs) roads to the top or you know they always you know so i'm like maybe it's independent of wwe they're gonna use their uh shoot names or something who knows okay Hmm.
0: um but yeah that's what
1: i had for the streaming uh for uh okay
0: well uh within that same vein uh, as we transfer over to aew i do have some streaming uh, news as well uh, I mean, this has been rumored for uh, a couple months now, but it's now official. AEW uh, reportedly finds stream- streaming partner in the Max service, of course, is part of the Warner Brothers Discovery family. Uh, they have uh, discussed about it with Adrian Zarian, who revealed that AEW set to make their streaming service debut soon uh, and make it its digital home on Max. But he says, I don't have insight on the pricing, but I do have insight. They are going to Max. That is happening. This is happening in 2024 for sure, or maybe uh, the you know heavily rumored December pay-per-view will uh, be streaming from Max. So
1: I'm wondering if that's going to affect pricing on pay-per-views. If people are going to be able to watch, if maybe they're going to be able to watch like Ring of Honor, yeah, or other things on there that they can just pay a premium for. Um, But I'm really wondering what if it's going to offset any of the pay-per-view stuff because. WWE, especially with their merger recently, I've been wondering what the pay per view model is going to be with them now that they've teamed up with the UFC and doing the TKO thing. Obviously, they they pay out the ass mm-hmm. per UFC. You know, it's like sixty, almost hundred bucks sometimes. So I'm wondering if that's going to, you know, because they've been doing the nine ninety nine and you get to watch everything for for free every month thing. I'm wondering how that's going to, if that's going to change at all because I've been wondering about that on both sides now. Now that they secured a streaming deal, essentially AEW with Max, I wonder if they're going to not maybe opt to still keep some stuff, like pay-per-view on, on BR, yeah, uh, bleach Report, if in case people don't want to pay for the service. But maybe if you pay for the service, is cheaper, I don't, they got to give give us something. You know what I mean? Other than, I mean, we're already getting like four or five hours for free a week. I mean, I need something to pay for it. You know? Yeah, so, yeah,
0: no, I get you. You know, it's ironic, too, just as a, a quick segue. I know he uh, Tony Khan also had... Uh, Done a pre uh, Wrestle Dream, that's what it's called, right? Wrestle Dream. Yeah, yeah. Scrum, media scrum. Where one of the things he was asked about was whether Fox could be a player for AEW, uh, uh, AEW rights, I should say. And he basically just said that uh, it's not the right time to talk about that, but really reiterates how much he loves the Warner Brothers Discovery relationship and hopes they will be together for a long time. And then kind of mentioned that they are not a public company but a family one, and kind of mentioned you know the uh, the massive layoffs. And talent cuts without directly saying WWE's name, and how there's a big difference between their two types of companies, as that's not how he was raised and taught to operate. So that was very interesting. Well, yeah,
1: but you're a family show with blood on it every fucking week. Get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of here. Bro. Well, I think
0: he's talking about like the morale, you know, because that's really eh, what what yeah, it was yeah. rooted in when it first started, you know. Um, and then you know, he was asked about because I don't know if you heard the dynamic, been, yeah, the saying, overall dynamic, right? Yeah yeah, 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 okay. But he's been saying Wrestle Dream supposedly on Sunday will start a new era, and has yeah. not, you know. I been, been very that. You yeah. know, clarifying on that uh he was asked whether kingston the bucks and page and uh colon mjf will appear on roh tv as they are title holders Khan says they will he also put over the other roh champions athena Shibata, etc as a, as well as the other recent champs um yeah and
1: i need some more athena in my life to be honest. yeah
0: she's been doing something with billy stark and yeah. uh what's her name um always fig- uh, it's DDP's stepdaughter. Um, oh, Lexi Nair. Lexi Nair, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he says there's an appetite for more events, but he isn't sure what the right number of pay-per-views is. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do a six- to nine-month tryout on streaming, alluding to the TV rights deal coming up. He also said he feels this year has been AW's best ever. Uh, he's been very vocal in defending his company, saying that they he feels like they tell the best stories right now. I think that's up for... Uh, debate i don't think they i mean they, i don't think they this tell being, bullshit stories this, but
1: this it, being their best years, also up for the bait too because mm-hmm. there's a lot of controversy on the other end of that you know what i
0: mean there's, yeah there's
1: pro and con yeah, no pun intended on the con. Yeah, yeah. He know.
0: did say, yeah, he did say he never, he never said they would move to one pay per view a month. But if there's a, a time to add a show like Wrestle Dream, it's now. He fills their last three pay per views, uh, is best the best run of three consecutive pay per views they've ever done. Uh, he is open to more A W events. Agree with that. Yeah, I would say too. Uh, a W events on a on a streamer and could be part of a new media rights package. It's out of scope with their current package right now. Uh, and then he talks about how Wrestle Dream, you know, is initially a tribute we talked about earlier to. Uh, uh, you know, Antonio Inoki, who passed away last yeah, year, yeah. says his family will be in attendance at the uh, at the pay-per-view. Sure, yeah. Uh, he said when he passed away, he filed the date away for possibly doing some kind of show, and he thinks it could be an annual event to honor Inoki, uh, Inoki's contributions. And uh, he did, uh, you know, kind of—this uh, rumor got started that yeah. he may be— Trying to acquire— Yeah, yeah. yeah. New Japan, and he, he just wrote— you know, Or he, the way he responded was, I'm a little surprised how that speculation picked up and, and specifically the transactional nature of it. We have such a great partnership right now. And we're doing such great things with New Japan. I was a little surprised to see that. Overall, I've really enjoyed working with New Japan uh, for nearly two years. We've had two great Forbidden Door events. We've sent a number of top AEW stars of Japan to wrestle on Wrestle Kingdom and top shows. We've worked together in the U.S. There are people in AEW who have helped develop New Japan and people from New Japan who have helped develop AEW or Ring of Honor. I want to continue that partnership for a very long time. Time And right now we have something very good going, but I'm still very surprised by the speculation. I don't know where it came from. But the one thing everyone's pointing out is, like, you didn't say no, though. You just keep talking Mm. about, I wonder how that snowballed. How would that speculation come from? But uh, (laughs) I got to
1: kill some people when I'm done with this interview. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then the last
0: thing he did bring up, which I think would be a good segue, was he was asked about Wardlow. Uh, and yeah. I think you had some news I, on that.
1: I, I don't have news. I have him just saying, oh, like, I'm sure he'll be back, you know, when the time's right. I'm like, motherfucker, you that, yeah, make the time, you're the time maker. What are yeah, you talking he, about? He, like, he
0: just said he's a great star for them. A, he's a big fan of his. And like you said, he'll surely be back on AWTV when the time is right. And he's very much a big part of what they're doing here. So, but, I mean, uh, that, the
1: other thing you, you mentioned earlier, you kept talking about that whole uh, start of a new era, end of an era type thing. Mm-hmm. So they, like you said, they did ask him about that and he just kind of outright refused. Yeah, he said, he said he's said,
0: not, I'm uh, he, trying to keep tight-lipped or something like yeah, that. He, he said,
1: I definitely have no intention of clarifying those comments. I was like, Jesus.
0: Well, you know why, though? And this, this kind of I think it's, so a lot of people have said, uh, BWE, who's been great on Twitter, has said Edge is closer to AEW more than ever, apparently. Mind blown how this business has changed so far. Uh, WWE are trying to play the cards right, but unless, you know, something big pops up in AEW, uh, I doubt that they'll be able to come back with a big money move for Edge, you know? And a lot of people have also noticed that his uh, contract expires on September 30th, which would make him clear and free to show up in seattle if he wanted to so th- i just thought that uh, was yeah interesting.
1: he just wrote he said i want people to order the pay-per-view i think the internet kind of ran away with the speculation mm-hmm. of what's based on i don't know what uh i'd love for someone to go back and look for the first person to say that that was the try uh, the track the backtrack where the speculation came from so i'm like so he over here like where are the leaks coming from
0: yeah yeah seriously so i don't
1: know it uh yeah, that was the only other thing that that, that I wanted to because I was like he he did say that, but he was like it was weird how he was like uh oh, I don't really want to talk about that. You're like what? Yeah, tell me like your marketing is your words. Yeah, to sell
2: the paper. To you. Yeah,
0: and we do have some more That's updates. Like uh,
1: John Cena versus The Rock, once in a lifetime. Really, what's that mean? Yeah. Don't want to speculate.
2: Yeah, don't want to speculate, right?
0: <laughs> But we do have some updates on a few other stars as well as yeah. injury updates. Uh, yeah. I know, so we talked about Wardlow. I was going to go on to Soraya. If you guys have not already been made aware, um, she wrote this out. Apparently, she's had some things stolen. So says, heads up to the public. All my wrestling gear has recently gone missing. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, including some items that I owned for 10 years and had sentimental value. Jackets, my return gear, Wembley gear, outcast gear, the whole lot. Luckily, I have two jackets left, but I would love for you guys to keep an eye out on the internet and auction sites because someone may wind up selling stuff eventually. If you hear anything, please contact hello at alleliterwrestling.com with a subject line of Soraya gear, AW tickets, and an autograph to anyone that leads to the recovery of these items. Thank you. So, you know, you guys, a lot of you guys be on on them websites. They they got the
1: best on it because Brian Danielson saw it and retweeted it. He's like... Take us in, in, in a signature what's yeah. up y'all retweet minions i'm out here putting up bangers y'all trying to get these these yeah. cigs yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly um yeah i mean uh oh man this thing oh it covered the whole thing shit uh, I had, yeah, the, the, as far as, like, the uh, the Serena, oh, my bad, are we going to Serena Deeb? Or, yeah, I was thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know you had some on Jimmy Jacobs as well. So.
1: Jimmy Jacobs is more of a shorter story, it's just him actually coming back to the ring, first time, first match in ROH since 2015. Oh, wow. Uh, for a taping, actually, today, I believe, um, against Shane uh, Taylor.
0: That sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, gotta see yeah, that. I was
1: just like, I need to bring that up, yeah, first yeah. match since 2015,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you, you brought her up, Serena Deeb, uh, we've been asking, and you know, Trying yeah. to figure out where she's been for. I think just last week you also asked about her And we've, it definitely wasn't the first time Either of us has But this is what I know so far And feel free to chime in with what you got But I know Wrestling Observer Live Brian Alvarez had said quote, I haven't gotten an answer uh, as to what's going on With Serena Deeb But something happened There was some sort of heat over something Whatever it was, she's just not being used So there you go I don't know if she's officially on the roster While Melcher said I haven't even heard them hint about her name Or anything, it just feels like forever And from what I've heard is or read, I should say, Deeb herself has told those who's inquired about her absence that she's dealing with an injury. But per SRS, there, his AEW sources says uh, they've refuted that, saying that it stems from a serious disagreement. So um, I I do have that quote, but I just didn't know what you had on it as well.
1: Yeah, what I had was um, this is from uh, what's it called from uh, Sean Rassap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Paywall, Fightful, Mm -hmm. Select. Yeah,
1: said that she had been yeah, like you said, dealing with serious injury. That's what he was told as well. Uh, that she was working to get cleared. However, it's been cited by a lot of AEW sources that noted that she had, like you said, disagreement, which has led to her absence. Uh, report notes that Deeb was very vocal about her use on AEW TV mm-hmm. and the time she received. Uh, sources noting that she, that quote-unquote, entered an area of disrespect, yeah. quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Deeb accused Tony Khan and management of cutting her time for her matches and not informing her, informing her of so until she got to the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sapp also wrote that on A. W. side, they claimed that they got a list of times and showed Deeb that her a lot of time was not being cut. Um, Sapp noted that it was uh, typical for producers and coaches not to inform talent of all times until they are are finalized. Uh, but also, a says that a source close to Deeb said that they hadn't heard the story directly from her, but members of the AW roster and others in the company have. Uh, however, the situation has still led to Deeb having uh, apparent heat. So.
0: Which I hate because I think she's so damn talented. Yeah. But they were saying how she hasn't been on a mat since, I think, AW Dark last 2022. October. 2022, yeah, dude. Oh, 2022. 2020 Well, that is yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah my yeah. bad. Yeah, got you. You're like, two years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Well, speaking of injuries, or whether she has one or not, I know we also have some injury updates as well before we yeah. get to a little bit of other news and then uh, head towards some review and predictions. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah
1: um as far as uh, the injuries I got here um I got something on uh Adam Kobebe I, obviously yeah. he was on dynamite um you know last night uh or I'm sorry two nights ago um and I mean he kind of addressed it on the show but I'm address it here he does uh, have to go undergo surgery unfortunately uh, Will missed the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said that he shattered his ankle in three places. Yeah. I saw which, Britt
0: Baker tweeted out some, uh, some details, I, I too. saw the
1: picture. It got swollen. But in the moment, I'm thinking, like, you know, obviously I just came back from a bad angle, ankle injury myself. Mm-hmm. That was bad. But to hear, like, oh, he shattered it. It's broken in three places. And you saw how, not want say how well, but he was still at least limping mm-hmm. a little bit. And he was able to still grab the the wrist tape and put it in his pocket and, and do what and he's not, do yeah he's not wincing in pain you know what i mean he's so it's a lot going on and he's still able to get the job done so i mean kudos to him dude i know i probably heard like a son of a bitch yes yeah,
0: brit even said like he's still hobbling around on live tv because as we like to say the show must go on i i you know, in my so. head it,
1: like i i was thinking the same exact thing and it's like i it sucks because I think for his own sake, his own mental, he's like, I got to just keep going because mm-hmm. it took me a, a, a lot to get back, back here. Back here, yeah. Just to get sidelined by this, which, you know, it probably bought him extra time on whenever they were going to pull the switch on some sort of heel turn or whatever. Yeah. Maybe some good return moment for when Cole's healthy to help, like, MJF getting beat down or something. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I don't want to call it a blessing, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it sucks. 100% sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the match with uh, the Righteous would have been great, but – um. Yeah, their, you know? their, their
0: vignette they did on Collision was great. It was great. pretty good. Yeah. Been, yeah. Uh, I felt bad about what I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's it You're right.
1: You never will be great because mm-hmm. you're you. Mm-hmm. See, he didn't let me finish.
0: You dig what I'm saying, You dig what I'm man? saying? I was just about to say,
1: you just dig that? But, you know, coming from uh, Adam Cole, uh, from one best friend to another best friend, uh, this is Shutsky. Adam. Uh, Adam. Kyle. Kyle. Uh, we got a, a actual direct um, update about Kyle O'Reilly's uh, health. Uh, from the man himself, Adam mm-hmm. Cole, mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Quote: All I can say is Kyle is continuing to push forward. Uh, this has been a very long and very, very tough process for him, but he's a warrior." Uh, like, again, there's nothing uh, that Kyle loves more than pro wrestling, and he's doing everything that he can to make sure he's getting healthy and getting back to a point where he can return to the ring. Obviously, there is still no timetable when he's going to be able to come back, but Kyle is progressing. He's getting better every single week, and just like the rest of the world, I can't wait till Kyle O'Reilly gets back because I miss him so much. XOXO. And like, mm. But yeah, that, that, was, that was the quote. For sure, man. Yeah, I mean, you know. And then uh, last but not least, uh, I didn't realize this, but uh, apparently uh,
0: Malachi Black has been dealing with an issue. See, people have been going back and forth because they're like, "How they have four shows and he's not on any of them. And I did hear he was dealing with a minor injury. And then people in the comments were saying, no, that's kayfabe. I'm just like, bro, I don't even understand what you're talking about right now.
1: Yeah, So, you know, he... He talked about having some uh, a back issue. Remember a couple... Maybe yeah. it was last year when mm-hmm. he took some time off and everyone yeah. blew it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Tony, Tony, he's not even on paper. He's, he's letting them just take yeah, it. Yeah, 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 all this bullshit. He was trying to get his back right because his back wasn't right. So he got his back right and he'd been feeling better since then. But everyone started speculating, oh... We never see him do solo matches. It must be because of his back. He's always he's always doing this the six man. He's like, or I, they, they're just not booking me for singles, and I may or yeah. maybe I like actually doing six
0: man. Yeah, yeah, or we yeah, I mean, like, were the reigning six man champs. So let's sell. How bad that loss meant until mean, so we pop back up, like you know. Yeah, yeah. I, was, but I, I like I've Brody. Been Brody's been doing some good stuff with yeah, Julia yep. Hart and, and, and that, that and hand, I, dude. You're like, oh, I think he did fuck that hand. up. Yeah, but you know what though, Julia Hart. Uh, I I got a call spade to spade. Oh, what's up? She's doing good. And yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Cool move, but she did take that move from uh, La was it La Salvador? uh the the one that was uh, La Rosa Negra. That oh. was in that whole thing with, with.
1: I mean, I'm trying to figure out because it looks like a, like a modified version of the um, brutalizer. The, the petite, yeah, the brutalizer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, but, or, or or the what's the one that what's her name does? Uh, Brittany Baker, she does it too. Yeah, yeah, Brittany Baker. The that's mandible claw version. Yeah, her. yeah, is the, the ring of, Rings of Saturn. Saturn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: she, yeah, I like the leg, the way the leg is hooked. She's like that's m- what mostly what on her knee. But uh, yeah. what what Rosa Negra does is uh, she'll put. Uh, she'll apply it and then she'll kind of octopus it, where she'll bring her leg over Ooh. the neck a little bit Ooh. if she has to, but only she has to to crank it. Man, you don't uh, want her to.
1: You want her to hope she don't have to. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> that's sure. what it, But no, but, uh, but yeah, the, yeah. So, so yeah. The car he, with the yeah back, he took huh? he took back the, or I'm sorry, he took the Instagram stories and to reveal like you guys are making a lot out of nothing. It's not. I don't have any issues with my back. My back is fine. It's been fine since. It was fine. Mm. So I'm not out with it back, but I'm coincidentally dealing with a slight calf tear. So, uh, and a hyperextension in his knee, but he said he should be back soon. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then uh, kicking all that ass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm sure you have some on this too, but I, I was digging deeper on this, but obviously there is a a, a sort of a update on John Moxley.
1: Yeah, so I know we talked about it first last week, and mm-hmm. I think we just speculated on the, on the concussion thing, but I yeah. think that it has been actually reported that it wasn't concussion. Um, what I have from it is, you know, Dave Meltzer, uh, and, you know, take with a grain of salt. I know yeah. some of y'all don't like uncle Dave, mm-hmm. uh, reported that Moxie's concussion was quote unquote minor. Um, and I, the, the quote being used is there's nothing of grave concern. I was See, like, this what is what fuck? I
0: got here is that same thing. Wrestling observer. He actually wrestled the entire match with the concussion because yeah. it happened in the early moments. Remember and remember we, we had and...
1: talked about that being a possibility, but I was like, I didn't want to yeah. put that out there because um, I don't know you know but a, yeah. but
0: apparently the two finishers from Phoenix did not contribute to yeah. uh, his condition Um, And so there's obviously a tug of war on where the heat lies, you know, because I think think myself included thought that was very reckless. He dropped him on his head. But it's saying most thought watching it that it was the Phoenix driver that hurt him and he had a stinger and couldn't kick out. But the Phoenix driver didn't hurt him at all. Knox, not counting, took it down, but or, or took it down a notch. But Moxley told Knox what was going on and wasn't happy. Phoenix gave him another driver. And again, he didn't kick out. But Knox counted to three. Um, Phoenix got the international title. Uh, it was noted that Phoenix took a lot of heat in a lot of places for hurting him with his finisher when it was totally safe. Moxley was feeling better when he got to the back. Like you said, they called it a minor concussion. See, the- I,
1: I don't know. I'm calling it a little bullshit just because uh, you didn't watch, but I'm explain when I do my review, mm. like they are not even addressing it on the show and it's fucking weird. That is weird. Like, especially because they address the Adam Cole injury. Huh. And that's you know what I mean. It's just it's I
0: don't know. But and I was gonna add to per fightful. I guess several talent on the AW roster said that while they like Rick Knox, there was quote heavy heat on him. Uh, within yeah. the company, following the match, because apparently it wasn't the first time something like this had happened, where a wrestler wasn't protected in a match that he happened to be refereeing. So
1: yeah, I heard that too. Like supposedly had something to do with like a multi man with Alex Reynolds, and I think I remember. Oh, this. I do remember that. Where yeah, was, he got
0: knocked it, out momentarily,
1: and, and he looks like he's just kind of like just on the ground, just kind of bouncing while everyone else. Is. And he's just like, yeah. and, then, and they said that someone just. Kind of finally noticed and just drug, just dragged him to yeah, the corner to, to get him, him in, Yeah. get him the fuck out the, out the I, mat. I like, remember that. Yeah, that really, was Jesus very, ve- It looked very yeah.
0: odd. Yeah, but speaking of uh, people, oh, actually the, I actually have oh, one going, more, oh, yeah, one okay. more
1: thing with the mocks. Actually, mm-hmm. that, uh, and this, this is just, uh, just to know because obviously, with what you were talking about, forcing the title change, not obviously the original plans. There was other plans that was supposed to happen post match. Mm. It, you know, being that John was supposed to win, so. The Report notes that the original plan saw a non AEW wrestler was scheduled to come out after the match uh, to challenge Jon Moxley to wrestle uh, at Wrestle Dream. Mm. However, when the match results changed, so did the post match angle and the wrestle dream challenge. There is no confirmation on who this non AEW wrestler was supposed
0: to be, though. Hmm. So, yeah, and this was on Wrestle Talk. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, one person that I guess, well, he, he's not officially signed, but did show up to wrestle on Collision and tagged with the uh, hook. Everybody kept making parallels to when he tagged with the. Uh Taz back in the day um, you know in a WWE it was mats. cool yeah so and yeah, cool. definitely fun but while speaking to Chris Van Vliet Mr. Monday Night himself RVD uh, talked about cool. if he would ever uh, think about officially retiring he says not really I mean sometimes the thought goes through my head if I'm having a bad travel day for instance I'm done I hate this I just want to be home traveling sucks <laughs> and then he goes home to his, uh, two, his yeah, yeah. wife and girlfriend <laughs> right yeah like, it's like I'll have I'm pretty chill I'll have these uh, those moments inside my head but they usually don't last that long I used to think I was going to to retire. Uh, that was several years ago, and I thought I was probably close to hanging the boots up, but now I don't really think I will. I think I'll be like Dory Funk Jr. I may quit taking bookings, but I don't think I'm going to make a big deal of being retired because the credibility of wrestlers retiring is so blown out of proportion anyway, you know? So I don't think I will announce a retirement. Sabu used to say it'd be cool if we did a retirement tour, and what if we went around the world and wrestled all uh, for all the companies that we've wrestled for, but the timing of that didn't work out too well because he finished up before I did. Um, you oh, know, so, okay, not now. I was about to yeah. say, I'm like, Bro, that boy, that boy can't even barely move. Yeah, because I think he wrapped up since, uh, I think his last match was at GCW in October of 2020. So. Yeah. But uh, kind of spinning back to whoever this non- aw wrestler could be oh. it makes you wonder if it's recent yo yeah. because
1: they're both from fucking ohio yeah. too that makes yeah. so much sense yeah. go ahead recent free agent yeah.
0: uh you know uh this is and an their former pro- tag team yep. oh mm-hmm. shit and they and they did an indie uh tag match not too long ago about a year ago but sammy callahan who's been part of impact wrestling since 2017 uh he is officially as of uh this recording a free agent i saw him post just this morning he is now taking official bookings i'm already
1: Thumbs up, thumbs down, yeah. baby. Uh
0: huh. And, uh, yeah, he's Man, that you know, cool. I mean, I I would have to think, I don't
1: know who else it could be. I mean, well, I'm Edge, thinking Maybe but...
0: a new Japan guy, I'm thinking too, because, you know, uh, a, they're trying to build a lot of that, you know. Uh, any to, for any the Seattle new...
1: guys currently? In <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another, yeah. <laughs> like... But,
0: uh, yeah, there's said to be interest from both sides on possibly renewing his deal. Uh, but sources close
2: to with the, the impact? situation. Impact? Yeah. Oh, okay. The
0: closest, uh, sources close to the situation have said that, uh, he's now able to speak with other companies. Obviously, he was, you know, part of NXT at one Point back in 2015 to solomon Crow, but it is said that there is interest from both wwe and aew as there should be you know so but um you know yeah i mean that
1: if that's what it was that would have been a good i mean but then again you look at the card that we're gonna have to
0: predict later it's like it didn't need the extra match no probably not probably not and then uh a uh, update from um probably not the update you wanted uh, regarding CM Punk. I was going to say, <laughs> you
1: know, as the hits keep rolling out for CM Punk. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Apparently, Stars has canceled the Stephen Amell-led television series Heels after just two seasons and 16 episodes. It's
1: crazy because I felt like the way that it was talked about, you would have thought it had more seasons than
0: it did. Yeah. No, I thought it was maybe on its third. But, I uh, thought so
1: for sure. Maybe starting mm-hmm. fourth or waiting for the fourth uh, production to start and yeah. all the you know all the strikes and stuff is obviously going to yeah, affect v- the projects. True. So I was like, yeah
0: yeah, and this was one of uh, four, uh, you know, uh, sh- shows that apparently were pulled. Heels, uh, as well as Run the World, Blind Spotting, and there was a new show that was set to debut called The uh, v- Venery of Samantha Bird, but that's not happening. But the reason why this does sort of directly affect CM Punk is because he and his wife AJ Lee had guest roles on the show. Punk playing Ricky Rabies and AJ uh, playing El Dorado, uh, which I I, I got I like that pun. I'm not gonna lie, E L L E last name so but he apparently ricky rabies was based on the late tracy smothers apparently but that's according to punk if you believe his interview from 2021
1: <laughs> the guy who's never seen rocky is over here right like, yeah, I'm paying uh, yeah homage right but to apparently of the
0: to its point to its credit it had a 93 percent rating on rotten Tomatoes, yeah it was pretty you know? good i mean and i, I so, saw
1: the marketing was good because i saw it they were trying to get me to watch that thing on everything i was on yeah i would always see that advertisement for heals all the time, so definitely.
0: And I do wanna say this just as a a real CM Punk update. I just snuck it in here because of who it's coming from. This is on the Keeping It 100 podcast from Mr. Where's the lie? Bobby Fish, who we already know has had weird stuff with Phil. He said, Phil, I think what he doesn't understand is that the undertaker is the locker room leader because the boys gave him that position. You don't appoint yourself. And that's what he did and was attempting to do in that moment. And I kind of agree. And we talk about the parallels of the <laughs> <I'm> whole. <world>. <laughs> I'm a, you know, because we've heard the story of CM Punk China. Po- Come on, guys. Claims, just clean up the locker yeah, room. Yeah, Let's tidy up in and, here. And yeah. all that stuff. And so it's kind of funny to think, like, yeah, that's probably exactly what
1: it is. It's happened. funny, yeah, because I think you even said it like a couple podcasts ago he was coming off like, like an, an asshole,
0: asshole. <laughs> but um, um and my final very uh last bit of news it's kind of pretty interesting is mll uh, mlw cmll and i got an email Japan, about this today yeah they unite for a landmark strategic alliance uh this is the press release it says major league wrestling uh not going to i'm just gonna put cmll cuz i I'm not the most fluent in Spanish and New Japan wrestling or pro wrestling of course today announced the formation of a landmark strategic alliance the three world class organizations will unite for a variety of crossover collaborations uh, and commencing this oh wow this is pretty soon commencing this October Uh, the strategic alliance creates the ultimate stage for each organization to showcase their signature fighting styles and athletes and we did get a quote uh, it's a privilege and honor to forge an alliance with CMLL and work with Mr. Salvador uh, and his team while expanding MLG like he wanted to do to double out MLW's relationship in New Japan to create an extraordinary collaboration, said the CEO of MLW and obviously founder Court Bauer. I wish to thank Mr. Salvador, Mr. Naoki, and Mr. Takami and Rocky Romero for building the foundation for this opportunity. Nah, we look forward to showcasing the extraordinary, extraordinary athletes from Mexico, Japan, and America for fans worldwide. So, Bruh,
1: it's Sugar Bakayashi. You're going to snuff my man's last name like that? <laughs> You're like, I wasn't even going to try. Right. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going to disrespect Bud. He said, uh, Mr. Naoki. Yeah. I'm like, mine says something else. Yeah. Well, uh, it's his first name. First name. Th- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sug- Sugabayashi. Sug- yep. Takami Obari yeah. and Rookie Romero? Rub- R- yeah. <laughs> it is not- uh, worth noting that CMLL is celebrating its 90th anniversary, or they did earlier this Damn, month. Damn, so.
1: 1933? That's
0: when they was... Yeah, That's man. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, this should be interesting to see how this plays. And, I mean, you know, MLW is yeah. never looking to, like, compete directly with the AEWs or WWEs in the well, world. They're just mean, looking to, like, build. And, and th- so this is a pretty good thing. And it kind of reminds yeah. me of Impact... Or I'll, let me for the TNA when they were doing well, the mean, talent exchange. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff I'll, like that, I'll, so. I'll
1: I'll give them yeah because MLW they haven't really no one really plays with them on the playground and there's nothing mm. wrong with them. But like because you know the even guy wasn't is it EJ Duco. Yeah, or, but I heard he he, he recently he's, he's been doing yeah he's EW. been doing some uh, I think some house shows or some uh, some rampage. Dark and yeah, so things of that nature. I yeah. know he's he's one of the guys. I mean, shoot, if they if they were to get Us over there, what's his name? Uh, Jacob. Fat too. I'd be kind of dope, but that'd be know. interesting. But yeah,
0: we'll see. We'll see but, how uh, that goes. But yeah, that's all that I got on the news. Bro. Is
1: the news. We we'll want to take a quick little break and uh, get to the, the review, my friend. Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling probably present our final show of the year victory lap it all goes down live friday night november 3rd in chino california at the american legion post number 299 20 dollars for general admission 25 dollars for front row with pre-sale tickets already live and available right now at victory-lab.evanbright.com but let me reassure you guys we are here to put on one hell of a show and go off with the bang to get into the new year for it was written to. but before we talk about all that We cannot wait to present all the match announcements going into the show. It's going to start next week. First and foremost, you know who's going to be there. And if you guys don't know who's going to be there, that's why I'm here. So let's, let's, let's run it off, man. We got the world champion, the most sadistic, Don Kubrick, of course. He's going to be defending his title, along with his running buddy. The P4P champion, Slice Boogie, will also be in the house. We also have Shogun the God. He'll be returning, along with G-Sharp, along with top-notch Lucas Riley, who no doubt has revenge in his eyes. And speaking of which, El Primo Henyo will also be in the building. Los Suavecitos will be there as well. The return of the tag champs, the West Coast Wrecking Crew, of course, that's going to be exciting. We have the in-ring debut from uh, Delilah Doom. As well as some debuts from Cody Hero, as well as Matt Vandegrift. And we also have a returning J Rod, as well as Jordan Cruz. I mean, I don't know what else you guys want. I mean, you guys can only uh, fantasize who's going to be facing who and who gets a shot at what. But again, that's part of the fun. All you got to do is stay tuned and tap in with us on social media. That is at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram and at Winter Circle PW on Twitter. Again, we're going to let you guys know what the official match card is going into Victory Lap and all you got to do is follow us and grab your tickets. Go.
0: Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. What the
2: hell is going
0: on here? Yep. Yeah, we back. Hey, yes, sir.
1: Let's get into it, man, because I know it was kind of like go homes for both of us, wasn't it? It was a uh, yeah, no, no mercy this Saturday or tomorrow.
0: I mean, my side was down south slang and rolling with these busters. My
1: my side was. <laughs>
0: Did he come out to that on TV?
1: No, I'm sure that the, yeah, I
0: heard that's reserved for the pay per views. Well, he did where come they out can cover the the, the fee with yeah, the buys. Right? Hey, <laughs> that's what I would say. It's
1: not a bad move because oh, they, they lost time they used it was all all uh, all out. Yeah, against Ricky.
0: But it was a good, very it, it yeah. Was, it was a good, but I'm sure yeah. if
1: him being in Seattle, he's like sure
2: fucking adds <laughs> something. Yeah,
1: yeah, for
0: real. <laughs>
2: we are got to kick some fucking ass.
1: There better not be no, nobody in their fucking chairs.
2: <laughs> we didn't come here for flip fly, It's
0: fine. No flips, just fists, motherfucker. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll uh, kick it off in the NXT <laughs> side of things, man. Uh, we had the finals of the uh, I know, heard the about Heritage yeah. uh, Cup Invitational. Uh, it was Butch taking on Joe Coffey. Uh, ups would be an aggressive start between the two bruisers. Each strike meaning something. Uh, fun to see the muscle mani- uh, manipulation and the hand stomps that Butch is known for. Wink, wink. Not Butch, but you know what I mean. Uh, the added drama of Wolfgang. Uh, he kind of cheap shots Butch at one point behind the ref's back, only uh, for him to take them out with a triangle a moonsault on the floor and nice. uh they actually get ejected from the match and you kind of see this visual switch go off and joe coffee of like the urgency and you know that, that ensues. my insurance
1: policy is gone yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then like
0: just a stiff exchange of rounds ensues Oof. as he realizes he's on his own and uh butch at one point does hit 10 beats of the bodrum uh uh in tribute to seamus i assume and people went nuts with that uh but it yeah man good. at one point too there was a uh uh where Butch hits a big Enziguri, you know, only for Kofi to recoil and hit all the best for the Bells out of desperation. We get that double fall. Coffee. 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 Kofi, yeah. No, coffee when you said Kofi, back. I was like, Kofi? Kofi yeah. ain't in this match? Yeah, so I got bad. confused. No, but uh, man, both men dropped to the floor. Uh, my only downs, though, is there's like kind of this start-stop pace where they start hitting each other with meaningful strikes, and then they go to working holds. And then they do, and then they go back to the strikes, and he goes to... And so that was a little inconsistent for me. And then uh, there was a this double bounce... Uh, 180 crossbody that Joe Coffey does um, that he just started kind of putting into hmm. his moveset set, but he does hit it later in the night. But he does it once and like only to get you know eat a big ass forearm smash from Butch the way he used to do it, and it just seemed like unnecessary if he was just going to hit it later. But hmm. uh, the finish comes where Coffee hits the Glasgow uh, I forgot what's called the uh, it, that running headbutt he does, follows with another all the best for the bells. But Butch kicks out and rolls to the floor. Uh, Joe then charges for another Glasgow, can't remember what it is uh, the last word, but uh, Butch gets out the way causing him to collide into the still steps Butch quickly rolls coffee back inside and hits the bitter end for the win, and then we see Butch stare hold through Noam Dar, who's of course sitting uh, in the lounge with metaphor, you know, watching the match, so uh, we get a backstage segment with Dom Mysterio he comments on beating Dragon Lee on Raw, says now that he's done with him, he has a free Saturday to chill with Mommy on you a I mean comf- Batman? <laughs> <No problem>. <laughs> <laughs> to chill with Mommy on a comfy couch and eat chicken attendees is what he says which i kind of popped me i'm not gonna lie i mean did,
1: did you see have you seen that footage of uh I, I don't know i can't i think it was chris van vliet who who interviewed finn and uh priest and they were asking who was the most pickiest eater of judgment day and they said it was dom really they're like dude like he only eats one thing and he kept talking about he only eats one thing and we don't have they don't have that one thing we got to keep driving to have that one thing they're like well, what's that one thing Oh, chicken chicken tenders. That's all a kid eats, and I was like, gotcha. "You think he's like so like tight on a on a diet?" Nah, oh, like, man. Dude.
0: No, he just he's specific. Uh, he clarifies, no mercy, no dom, and then goes to oh, storm man. off before McKenzie notifies him he's scheduled to face the winner of a triple threat match set for later that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of complains like, "What is you know Shawn Michaels doing? Whatever," and you know it's between Axiom, Dragon Lee, and Tyler Bate and uh, you know there's a little bit more with that but i'll get yeah, back to I, no, it yeah i know i know yeah, i know about it the, okay. cuz they, they all of a sudden you just see on the headlines
1: one night only reunion of Unstable. i'm like what
0: i i don't know I, oh. I, I don't I don't think I know what that is, but Okay. Trick Williams, he uh he goes against Joe Gacy uh based on their weird interaction backstage last week. Ups for this would be good pacing and a fun matchup between two big men of stature but that have much different in ring styles. Downs would be Gacy at one point locks in a bully choke as if he invented it. It's just like why? Why why right now? Is it because Mox is Well, what's his name?
1: And the first person I seen do it was Brian Kendrick. Yeah, definitely. But
0: I've never heard that he was trained by him, so it would just seem really Uh, weird. But the finish comes where Gacy goes for the upside down, but Trick intercepts the midair with a a, while he's doing the handspring to come back. He hits him with a flying knee smash for the win. Don't know that. I mean, I I was like, is that just something you did or whatever? If 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 someone caught me
1: upside down with a running yeah, yeah, that's how I looked at it.
0: And his size, right? Yeah, yeah, exact. That's the yeah, yeah. Yeah. So post match, Trick is interviewed by uh, Kelly Kincaid. says it feels good to get the w and then paraphrases ludicrous as you kind of oh she made it to the main show for
1: yeah. what's up, because yeah. she's been doing level up for a while. Yeah,
0: exactly, and uh, the bump, I think too. Uh, but Ludacris, you know, he, he paraphrases him saying, oh, the crowd got to see that I'm ambidextrous, I whip ass with both hands. <laughs> uh, uh, he's asked his opinion on Melo's upcoming match with Ilya. He interrupts, Kelly says, you know, why you ask me about another man? I just had a good match with, with Gacy. He does eventually put his money on Melo to win before saying that, you know, Melo already has his title, but I think it's time that I, I go and get mine. And then he leaves to, like, big cheers. And later on, we see Trick is shown knocking on HBK's door. He's asked if he has a minute and Sean welcomes him in. Later on, we see Tyler Baden Axiom are in the locker room and a lot of people kind of forget they used to tag a little bit so they have, you know, they're sharing mutual respect while acknowledging it's going to be every man for himself, but no hard feelings kind of thing. Uh, when Trick walks in and tells a man-to-man that the triple threat has now become a fatal four-way. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, so... Okay. Um and uh it's pretty so,
1: good. is that what you're talking about alluding to? Yeah, there's a oh, little okay. bit more. It's just all over the place,
0: so it's hard for me to stem and no, branch you're good. it. So I'll bounce a little bit back and forth. Um Baron Corbin takes on Josh Briggs after their interaction last week backstage. I'll say fun showcase of big man, not a bad solo outing for Briggs either. Notable uh, new back tats for Corbin, which I've never seen before. Uh interesting looking half Nelson slam by Corbin as well. And I'll think of full Nelson slam, but just from one side. It was very I thought it was a choke slam at first, but he it mm. was it was a half Nelson slam. Pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, from that height. Exactly, and I will say an impressive release sidewalk slam by Briggs. I've seen him do the move before, but, you know, Corbin's a big guy, so it's, you know, pretty impressive. The downs, I'll say, is there was an uncharacteristic diving sit-out clothesline by Corbin from the second rope, right before the finish of this, which ends up being... What? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Briggs charges Baron in the corner, but Corbin, uh, he's able to pull the referee in the way last minute to sneak a cheap shot before hitting end of days for mm. the win. Uh, after that, he grabs a mic and says, that, no mercy, we Find out if badass Braun, uh, if the uh, you know with with Braun, if the little doggy is all bark or if he actually bites. He adds, you know what? I burned my past. I'm looking towards the future. And Braun, you just saw yours. E O D. You know, end of days. And then Braun walks down the ramp, you know, with the mic in his hand, walks in the ring, and then just sneaks Corbin with the mic. <laughs> like immediately they yeah. start brawling. Yeah, I
1: saw this brawl. Well,
0: there's a lot of brawls. Like I, I'm just gonna oh, the go- one I saw must have been different later. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like yeah, they they brawl. Uh, And then uh, eventually security rushed down to break it uh, to break it up. Later on, uh, Corbin's on his way out and then they get into another brawl, you know, and the ref and security have to intervene again. And just to jump ahead, because this is how the show went off the air. It wasn't the main piece, but just how they chose to, to, you know, uh, end it. Uh, You see that, um, you know, they're in the back again, but in the parking lot and they're fighting. They throw each other into a, a nearby car. Baron tries to climb inside the car but before uh you know not not too long before he sees Braun charging at him for a spear and he gets out the way so he runs right into the car door. They continue to, to you know kind of wrestle around. They throw each other into a roll up door and then uh Braun actually kind of power slams Baron onto the car hood and then looks to capitalize and climb on top of the hood but then Baron low blows him and then choke slams him on top of the roof of the car. Nice. But then Breaker sells for like maybe four seconds and then sits up like he's the goddamn Undertaker which I was not a fan of. And then they continue to fight you know, and they battle back into the building. You see Baron grab a fire extinguisher and launch it at him and then he ducks and just spears him through the wall which of course when they go through the wall H.P.K.'s That's the part I saw. Yeah, and we just see a bunch of people trying to spill in to stop the mayhem and all that stuff. It it would have been
1: funny if they had him like in the middle of doing something. Yeah, it it was... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: he's like still trying to figure uh, out how to work the, the laptop. So <laughs> Tiffany, uh, I think you're cute. I you're sexy. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is I found out she was the first candidate to play Maxine Dupree. That would have been good. I yeah, yeah, mean, m- the name
1: would have been. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Tiffany Stratton. They 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 kind of turned it into like the with the Louis Vuitton logo or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. And now it's the Barbie logo. Oh, yeah. No. They're really cashing in on that, bro. Yeah. Especially you know the graphics they do sometimes. Yeah. So, yep. but uh, moving on up, we got uh, <laughs> OTM yeah. taking on Hank and Tank. Uh, I so will say this would
1: be their first official match, right?
0: It, they've wrestled a couple. I guess it might have been on a on a week I didn't watch, or maybe uh, okay. you know. But uh, this is the first match as OTM. That's <laughs> what I'll say. Uh, okay. Yeah, Bronco yeah. and 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 uh you know Lucian Price. Uh, but Price and Nema, I will say the ups are they do enter under that new OTM team name that was introduced last week. Yeah, definitely. I Easier than the mouthful of first and last names. Uh, we see an early string of double team moves by Hank and Tank that kind of helps build their urgency and how serious of a threat they're taking OTM to be. Uh, and then OTM's aggressive approach is matched only by how deceptively smooth they move in the ring. I will say that. But the downs are Hank and Tank's attire. Okay, so think American Badass shirts, you know, the, the button up with the sleeveless joint that, that that Taker used to wear. But And then Austin length jean shorts. But not
1: wait, bought like that. They they are
0: literally you could tell they're like cut with scissors. So you know and it's, they have like the Hank and Tank logo on the back of the shirt. Are they
1: knee pads and boots? But how high are the shorts? You said shorts.
0: They're what? Austin length. That's what, what I okay, You yeah, did the, say that. Yeah, and I will say just their whole Someone energy had that look. Yeah. But I can't but, remember. But, what, um, Mikey I would say maybe? Stevie Richards probably. Low maybe keyed. it is Stevie yeah. Richards. Maybe it's yeah. yeah. And not that. High, not Daisy Duke. Almost, or no, energy, no 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 yeah, they were pretty yeah, yeah. No, i know what you mean yeah, but yeah. in addition to that uh, to that is they had kind of were giving me heavy machinery light vibes to be honest with you because light so machinery yeah there you go because they you know they even did that you know when they kind of uh, do the shoulder block and then they kind of spin around and do that uh, double so they, headbutt they did that actual move. oh no yeah so but the finish comes for hank and tank pick up nema and signal for the finish but Scripps hops on the apron to distract both the ref and hank while uh, Price superkicks Hank and shoves him into Tank, causing him to do- tumble to the floor. Then Price tags in so they can hit their move, which was a I'm gonna say a gourd buster spine buster combo. So think one picks him up for a
1: oh I know I know what it, what's his name they
0: uh, someone used someone, to do it where they would just, turn it into an Alabama slam, but it's uh, yeah not, yeah it's yeah. The yeah same. I just saw that, yeah, uh, like initiation. But he basically lands on the guy's shoulders and he just brings I wanna, down.
1: I want to say that what's his name? Uh, uh, fuck. Uh... Aussie Open just did that move.
0: Yeah, they do. I was going to say, yeah, they yeah, do that yeah. So it's basically that, but it's a spine buster instead. Okay. So that's how they win. You've got
1: to be innovative. We can't just keep doing other people's moves. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That.
0: And then after this, we get the, I, I call them the D'Angelo family. They keep calling it the family because I just feel like that's so bland. But they're having a sit down in the restaurant. Los Lotharios are there. And uh, Stax asked why their chests look like they've been bit on by a sab- saber tooth tiger because they have these tattoos that kind of resemble what the American wolves used to have on their chest. Yeah. You know, mm. with like the slash or whatever. Angel asks if he's disrespecting their grandfather, while Umberto explains the reason the tats are for the tats is they serve as a reminder of who they are and their grandfather's message. And Angel adds that that message includes winning those tag titles. And Tony says, "Ah, well, it might be a long time before you get a chance to send a return message." You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You know, then they get joined by the creeds who assure they are there to eat some authentic Italian cuisine that's mostly from Brutus's mouth. And then Julius goes, or or in Brutus's mouth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then Julius, and then like literally Tony goes, Yeah, I went ahead and made sure they, uh, what, what do you guys call them? The spicy meatball. Because they always say that to him. And Julius goes, well, just so you know, we're not just here to eat. We're also here to talk a little bit of business. Like what a mob pinch is all I could say. Uh, and then Stacks, he gets a text that says, uh, or he gets a text message and tells Tony, hey, OTM is OTW, you know, on the way. And then Tony goes, ah, G-O-O-D. He goes, huh? He goes, good. And he smiles. (laughs) Later on, they come back. OTM finally arrives. And Stax invites them to pull up a chair. And Tony jokes, hey, we'll even get a booster seat for Scripps. You know? OTM, don't take the disrespect lightly. They clarify they aren't there to break bread with anybody before uh, Lotharios bluntly asks the family, what team are you going to face this Saturday? Creed's argue. Uh, they should get a title shot as nobody can seem to recall the last time Los Lotharios even scored a win before the little siesta. Uh, Angel responds, maybe that's because you guys are too busy trying to get your jobs back. Uh, OTM say it's time for new blood in the division, and while everyone else is begging for a title shot, the champs have yet to even mention their names, so you must want a cakewalk in Cali. Really like that line. And then OTM clarify, we don't beg and threaten uh, that the family give them the title shot before things get real dirty real quick. But Tony, never sweating ever, snaps his fingers and six goons come out and surround the table before uh, anything happens. And he tells everyone to shut up so he can kind of regain order. He admits everyone makes a good case, but seeing how it's their first title defense on a PLE, they don't want to be criticized for taking the easy way out or picking favorites. So despite the high risk, they want to face all four teams at no mercy. And if they don't like that, they could all find the door. Each team stands their ground before Tony serves everyone their a choice to toast and make the fatal four way official. So that should be a pretty fun match.
1: Oh yeah, it's just it's hard not to be like, man, we got every major. <laughs> we we got the white guys. Yeah, we got the hood guys. It, it definitely Spanish yeah. guys, and we got the mob guys. Yep, definitely. and then we got. Anyone else that's not involved is watching from afar.
0: Yeah. Safely. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, the strap match between Eddie Thorpe and Dijak. Very fun. Very physical. I will say Upstar, is a very physical matchup. Different approaches by both like, men. Like a leather strap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why would they do this so soon after the one that we just had on, on AW? That's crazy. Well, because
0: remember last week they set it up with the whole, you know, Dijak was whipping, took his belt and started whipping the sacred tree. Um, to I like, it. yeah, yeah. So he, that's how we, guess, he. Yes,
1: but they again, they just did that shit with Ricky Ricky yeah, Dragon too. You definitely, know, so.
0: yeah, and I it I now. I've seen bits and pieces of that. It didn't top that, but this was fun in its own. Like, mm-hmm. Because what happened was, like, so Thorpe, they have different approaches. Thorpe uses the strap in his environment while Dijak's using the strap more as a weapon. A weapon and they do, know. like, short arm, mm-hmm. variated, uh, you know, offense. But uh, you see him, Dijak, get more aggressive with offense on the floor because they note that Eddie's got some family sitting in the bleachers. So he takes them purposely in front of that plexiglass, and he's, like, you know, really <laughs> rubbing in, like, just yeah. the, the assault. and you you know Vic is they're talking about he has a niece that's right there and she, you could see the real emotions she's like nah. Like crying, and Vic's like, "Oh, his niece shouldn't have to watch that." And Booker's like, "Should have kept her home, uh, made her stay at home." Then Vic and I was like, "That, that, that goes on my ups because that's real talk." Uh, and at one point, DiJack, who was oh, actually man. wearing that same belt, does remove it from his waist to add insult to injury. Eddie avoids contact and uses the strap to whip the hell out of him from pillar to post. But the finish comes where Eddie wraps his fist with that belt, delivers a right hand before uh, pulling him into position of the drop zone because he hits this like kind of think the Muda elbow off the ropes but he does it off of the second rope. It's it's a pretty mm. cool way he does it and he does win with that but post match Eddie's on the second rope with his back turn you know celebrating the win when Dijak gets up and turns that shit into a, a feast your eyes because he's already standing up so it's really really good how he did it. He hangs him in a tree of woe on the corner closest to his family, uses the, the leather strap to bind his feet to the turnbuckle and then takes his actual white belt and starts whipping the hell out of him in front of his family and starts his family uh, before the refs start intervening. So it's like, oh, so it's still not I was about to say, like, you don't
1: even need the heat. Like,
0: I mean. Well, it's because there's no definitive win. They've had that. that, that, that It's all been gimmick matches. But does
1: does the build even, like, was the the strap match even – Usually build to a strap match. You know what I mean? Was,
0: well, they kind of did. It's just but, whether you care about the program. To be honest, yeah, with you. I
1: guess. I mean, it's more of like a blood feud type of thing. Where like and, I got and it, it. it I has got it.
0: turned. It, but again, okay. it's if you care, because it, it started from the Raw Underground thing. Yeah, no, you're you know? right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. If it is, if like, and that's been almost if these over two a two month are your now.
1: Bag, then yeah, this is the tits. But yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we got Thea Hill taking on Danny Palmer uh, pre match. Andre and Duke come to Thea's locker room looking for her when J.C.'s there to introduce him to her new look, which gets an instant oh shit reaction from Duke, which they blank out. Chase does his best to bite his tongue and be supportive instead of offering his true opinion. J.C. says, well, if you like that, wait till you see her new ring gear. Um, and then just before that, Davenport, Blair Davenport, she's interviewed because she's supposed to take on Gigi Dolan that night and says, you know, Gigi, you're trying to be like me with your blindside attacks, but notes the difference between us is when I... Target someone they don't get back up and vows to show Dolan exactly what she means. And later on, we see Gigi is in the locker room prepping for a match. When the lights go out, you can hear an audible attack go on. Lights come back on. Uh, Dolan's laid out Blair standing over her calling her pathetic and I only lead that because right before this match starts Davenport crashes commentary as they already note that Gigi is not going to be able to compete that night Um, and it's weird because I guess Davenport's going against Danny Palmer at no mercy for whatever reason couldn't tell you Um, that's who that it's that's Danny Palmer is the friend of Sol Ruka, but but Sol Ruka, oh, you know, geez. there wasn't a... Yeah, you know, so... But she's facing Thea Hale right, you know, in this match. But basically, oh, she crashes okay. commentary and grabs the headset and says, Gigi can't go tonight, but next time you want to try to play my game, you should remember how you feel right now because next time it'll be far worse. Like, really good words, but, you know. Uh, but yeah, Thea enters with new music and gear, as promised. Um know what about her music
1: is someone in Impact is currently using that same song right now. Yeah,
0: it's weird. And
1: the reason why they none of them own it. So that's why it's
0: they can do it. Yeah, oh, okay. It's so weird. Booker compares her transformation uh to Miley Cyrus as she quote, went from Hannah Montana to a wrecking ball, man and then, like, literally, Vic goes, I don't Damn. think anyone had you making a Miley Cyrus uh, reference on their bingo card tonight. But anyway, uh, but uh, up, sir, it's a fun outing by both ladies to showcase their in ring growth. It's clear the match was designed to highlight the new attitude change and direction for Thea. Danny goes for what I can only describe as a whisper in the wind style spiral tap. And what I mean by that is she dismounts. Where they're back facing the ring like the whisper in the wind. But the way she twists would be how you would see someone do a spiral tap. Is this with an added, like, I guess, flip or 180 to turn, you know? To turn back But forward, she yeah. l- impressively lands on her feet before. Um, Thea is able to apply the Kamura lock for the win. Post-match, we see JC hug Thea in celebration while looking up and shooting a sort of evil smile to Andre and Duke, who they didn't show until that moment or watching the match from the crow's nest. So it was, you know, <laughs> good in terms of like, oh, she's, I got my claws in her kind of thing. Uh, and then we get to, uh, you know, the last few things. We get the number one contenders match, Trick Williams taking on Axiom, Tyler Bate, Dragon Lee. Um. Before you know, uh, this Trick walks into Melo's locker room, who has his uh, you know contract signing coming up, and he's trying to hype up his win from earlier as well as the contenders match. But Hayes seems just too distracted on his phone. Trick bluntly asks him, "Yo, am I on mute?" He says, no, nah, man, I got my hands full with this contract signing. My bad." And Trick advises, "Well, why don't you handle that? I'm gonna go handle mine." And leaves. And then Hayes kind of feels, "Ah, shit, I kind of fucked up, didn't I?" Kind of thing. But it's like too late because Trick's already left, kind of thing. Uh, The ups in this match, Axiom and Bait play off the mutual respect and double super kick Trick immediately (laughs) as the bell rings. So he gets kicked out to the floor to take him out the equation. Uh, But this is nonstop unpredictable action helping to showcase the skill set of everyone involved. We see a fun athletic stalemate between Axiom and Dragon Lee. Uh, Trick reaffirms his height and strength advantage by hitting a double rebound flapjack, if you can believe that, to Axiom and Bait. Uh, to sort of get his lick back i guess from that super kick uh we get innovative two for one offense too where uh, uh axiom flapjack
1: like double leg like yeah. over oh yeah, I, I didn't know and... if you meant like push up in the air oh, no. yeah just that's one... why i did the double i was like wait what yeah and not it...
0: the pop-up version but like but the that's still fl- yeah. that's
1: still a hell of a timing on all I, three I, guys yeah, yeah man that's that's
0: impressive yeah a trick hits a two for one uh i'll put double uranagi which incited a very hype, double book in, double book in from Booker T before Vic says, well, some will call that a double rock bottom. And Booker goes, promptly demands, why you got to go there, Vic? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I uh, mean, you don't
1: say nothing when he you hits your uh, your scissor kick ever. Yeah, exactly. Now, all of a sudden, you want to claim your moves. And that's but... how I felt. But uh, there's a, uh, <laughs> the only
0: down I had on this is there's a, you know, I hate the the, the submission centipede spot. Yeah. Bait is applying a Fujiwara to Lee, who's stomach down on the mat, while Trick is applying basically a Walls of Jericho to him and then axiom is on tricks back with a rear naked choking body scissors it just didn't need to happen
1: yeah some some combinations are good but some are like this is dumb
0: yeah and yeah. this finish is kind of tricky so basically took- we see a you know a hell of a liger bomb uh by dragon lee to tyler bait but the it gets the ping gets broken up we see a two for you know the giant swing and air, airplane spin combo on lee and axiom by bait uh, and then we see uh, Bait hit the recoil lariat and then pins only for Axiom to jump off his back and hit a destroyer. Uh, but basically, Axiom hits a Spanish fly from the top on Dragon Lee for a very near fall. Lee then hits Axiom with that, I, I call it the moonsault falling reverse DDT, but it's like he goes in like he's gonna do set up for the satellite DDT. So, you know, you pick him up, but he just basically floats over and its it's almost like a running... Uh, Ultimo DDT but he doesn't sit down well, what's his he, name
1: he, what's his name used to do that move and smack uh that was an Eppen born move where you just run and just like yeah it, it, it almost looks like a tilt a, like a, a
0: tilt world version of the sliced bread almost yeah I was what gonna it looks say like. yeah it's like a it's
1: like a lazy version of the destino
0: yeah yeah exact that, yeah that's probably the best way to put it and he goes for the pin but what happens is is he goes for the pin he's too close to the ropes and trick enters the ring and intercepts him while Tyler Bates starts climbing onto the apron as he intercepts him Lee breaks like the the tie up attempt and hits him with a very stiff headbutt but the impact causes Lee to fall forward through the ropes to the floor and as you know trick takes the head he staggers back so he knocks, knocks tyler off, off favorite, of the apron yeah. but bounces off the rope and just falls into a pin and beats uh you know axiom basically Jeez. to be to uh, be the number one contender for the uh, north american championship uh and you know there's two things that happen here is dom he's interviewed about having to face trick he doesn't seem too worried but he does accuse hbk of trying to throw a curveball and says you don't run nxt i run nxt which was very interesting and then he to whip that trick just like he whipped Dragon Lee on Monday night, and then Lee interrupts and sucker punches him from off screen before referees step in and it escalates anymore. Um and just
1: he, he sucker punched too. Uh
0: he like basically it was like he was walking by and punched Dom. Because oh, okay, he gave okay, Dom yeah. a black eye, apparently yeah, from yeah. Raw. So he was like, Thanks for the black eye, but I'm a destroyed trick like I destroyed you, and then he just pops him again, oh, okay, kind of okay. thing. Okay. And um the one thing to connect with that is that Vic does share towards the end of the show that uh, through his headphone H- HBK is now appointed Dragon Lee as the guest referee for that match to show Dom he does not run NXT you know just so, like, I like yeah it's very convoluted I, to me I'm thinking they need to
1: stop doing they just had Ali doing the special guest referee thing and then he's gone
0: yeah yeah. And then later on, Trick catches up with Mello, who's making his way to the ring for his contract signing. And, you know, Mello tells me, I'm proud of you, man. And he's like, man, come. No mercy this weekend. We're both going to be walking away as champions. And Trick's is like, yeah, because this Trick Mello gang. will always going to be here before they do their handshake. So it seems everything's on solid ground. Uh, and then from there, we get a interesting vignette my friend
1: oh you talking about brian pillman
0: clearly yeah and those the, who didn't the,
1: watch the 10 second clip of yeah, brian yeah pillman? i
0: thought maybe it was von wagner first making his comeback but then i was like wait a minute this is very specific <laughs> and i went back to rewatch it but if you guys didn't watch it what it is is uh, it shows someone in regular clothes filmed from, from behind, but like maybe from the ribs down. It doesn't show at all like who it could be. He walks into a room. There's a small staticky TV. It's an old uh, school, yeah, TV. yeah, very old TV. It's like he's watching TV. They, they
1: superimpose all these videos. You could tell that they imposed the videos on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. Yeah. And
0: basically, you see a hand grabbing a remote. The evening news flashes on. He changes the channel. Then you hear, you know, a commentator, uh, commentator's voice from a football footage. It says, "Oh, the Bengals." Training camp is underway, which if you guys have done your homework, you know who exactly was in that training camp back in the day. And uh, finally, he turns the channel to one more old-time clip of a WCW Saturday night with curious audio from a young Jim Ross welcoming viewers to the program before the vignette ends and fades to black.
1: The irony of you talking about uh, the guy's son... And you're wearing the, the Dusty shirt, and he's the Booker Man, right? Yeah, yeah, the Booker <laughs> Man.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, match announcements, this is all well, – Oh, you know, Actually, I don't need – this will be for the prediction side. This is all for okay. no mercy. But we'll get to the uh, contract signing. So the upsell says this. Iliad immediately zeroes in on Melo's title the second he puts it down on the table. It shows, like, how much he badly he, believes his destiny is to be NXT champ. Um, he needed the, to grow that beard, by the way. I think yeah, yeah, it's I, a good I, look for him. It yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely it adds, is. It
1: adds whatever – it's so simple, but yeah. yeah.
0: Or actually, you know I'll do ups and downs after I'm done because some of this will be seem out of context. But this is basically how it goes. Mello feels they've said all they need to say to each other and the to just simply sign the contract and see each other on Saturday. Ilya calls Mello the wrong person at the wrong time and feels he's the wrong person for the NXT title. Mello reminds him he's the wrong person at the wrong time back at Great American Bash. Clarifies despite what happened in the match, he didn't plan it on going that way. But nonetheless, he didn't go into that match thinking he'd lose to Ilya and now he's walking into No Mercy knowing he's going to beat him and he will. Ilya says Melo has shown he struggles with his confidence whenever he's outside of his comfort zone, and promises he will know how real uh, he will know real unbearable pain soon. But Hayes says the only unbearable pain is Ilya believing in his own hype that he had Melo beat at Great American Bash when everyone knows the truth. But Dragunov argues the truth is he already beat Hayes. Now this is one of my downs because I don't know if this was supposed to push the Mad Dragon moniker, like he's growing mad with you know, but it just made him kind of look you know, more dumb than it did Crazed dramatic in my point. Like the way, and I'll be honest, he also, his his points were hindered by a mix of nerves and I would say his interpretation of the English language, which mm. it made it hard to listen to him and take anything he said seriously, to be honest, because it was like, I don't, okay, that was bad grammar, but okay, I'm trying to get, and most times you could just ignore because you get the general ideas, but this might have been too long of a segment You think him. maybe this was like just an issue about scripting? Maybe. But uh, Mello does say he feels they. Oh, I'm sorry, I already said. Oh, well, I missed my point. Uh, oh, he, oh, he, that, so Ilya asked Mello, "What if he throws everything at Adam, but won't stay down? What if he shoots his best shot at him, but he misses?" Mello says the reality is being uh, the reality of being NXT champ isn't about how much pain you can endure. It's about being undeniable. It's about being him. It reminds Ilya, "I'm not like any of the men you beat before. I'm not West. I'm not Oral. I'm not Tripp." And then kind of stops. And that's where my other up goes because I like the inadvertent, I guess, slip of saying that as it adds a nice layer to the story Mm -hmm. because now it has me thinking, because it's already been, I think, I think it's going to be Becky and Stratton in the main event. So I don't think Hayes and Ilya are going to headline. So it makes me wonder if that match comes on before the Dom trick match, That's a. It's like, is Mello gonna turn heel on his boy? Like, it it kind of like out of like, well, I lost my belt and I'm gonna be jealous if you walk out with a belt. But I think it wasn't something I I I thought about before that happened.
1: I think that's something that could happen, but not in the same night. Like he'd have to lose like we'd have to see the on-screen presentation of him yeah. without the belt and him with the belt. Yeah, very true. And then kind of grow that given jealousy toward his history toward the, of
0: with that belt yeah. too and how Yeah. Oh, that's true too. That's he's what like, I he's like he's
1: like, "Man, I I, I don't I mean, he said that ain't even just one belt, that's two belts and one I I, I do and they had retired the other one and mm-hmm. it's a
0: Cruiserweight title as well. You it, ain't no Cruiserweight? Exactly. Yeah, all the work he did. <laughs> but uh yeah, like you said, he says, "I'm not like any of those guys and It's a short stop that he does, and Ilya smells blood and audibly chuckles to kind of stir the pot, but he refocuses and says, you know, tells Ilya, you know, he's going to be the one to push him to his limits and plans to answer all his what ifs at no mercy by proving why he's the champ. Ilya signs the contract and slams it down in front of Mello. tells him, you will do nothing. He says, I have grown tired of letting destiny slip to my fingers. He encourages Hayes to push him to his limits because at the end of the day, all he'll find is a nightmare he won't forget for the rest of his life. And once he is crowned NXT champion, Mello will soon realize his dynasty has fallen. Long live the Tsar, which I haven't heard that moniker in a while because I, I didn't know if that was, you know, if he had moved on from that, because they keep using the mad dragon, you know, thing. So, Mello signs a contract and tells Ilya, this championship is bigger than us both. It serves as a beacon of hope for kids that look like me, those who have shot the shot in the dark and it went in. But while I absolutely believe that you can be NXT champ and carry the responsibility that comes to carrying this belt, I absolutely absolutely do not believe you can do it better than me. And they just share uh, an intense stare down to end the segment and the show. So, but yeah, that was uh NXT. I am the
1: Tsar Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, man. Right, well, it seemed like a lot, which is what they usually do. Well, to
0: be honest, last week was 16 items. This was only 12. They did. They did a good job, like stemming one thing to the other. It just was hard to summarize it all without jumping the gun. So
1: yeah. Nah, bro. You over here. You were consolidating, you know, topics. So yeah. You know, it was like 20. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's too- nah, is it my turn.
0: Light the fuse. Are you sure? Bring the boom. You're not gonna like this review. Oh well, you didn't even watch probably this. not. No, I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't you didn't watch any to, of it, huh? I didn't get. I mean, I only know about the assault backstage and MGF. You know, I don't want to jump again, but like, I guess wanting to still defend. But I'm sure you'll put everything in context for me.
1: Here comes the context. Time to light that. What is it? The uh, light the fuse that Light the fuse. Light it. So uh, we got a weird ass opening match choice. Honestly, it was Ray Phoenix uh defending the international championship lame no against <laughs> Jeff
0: Jarrett. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. Yep. These guys were both have both worked for Impact at one point. Yep. Or did Phoenix work for Impact or, or did Penta I think Penta I'm sure was on. no,
1: I think they both did I don't know if they worked for I think they've gotten they probably cast checks but I don't think they Yeah, did, yeah, true. Know?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh anyways, I, I guess you could just chalk it down to me feeling salty with the way that they treated the elephant in the room yeah or I guess like their refusal to even acknowledge it mm-hmm. uh we have you know Phoenix opening the night as the new international champion to amidst all the con- concern about mock slack. so we you know obviously we, we reported on it um but they don't even mention the injury at all not even a quick line about yeah you know uh, you know we did get to a, a a scary point at one you know at, at one yeah. point of the match you got a little scary nothing none of that they even they did not even bring Mox up. Hmm, they brushed it off like Mox wasn't even hurt, or like it wasn't already reported that he got hurt, or that millions of fans hadn't already shared and watched like the footage millions of times in mm-hmm. the last seven. days. And I don't know, maybe that's why.
0: Gotcha. Uh, but, so they were just trying to but quell this is on that, but this yeah. is
1: on commentary, and mind you, Tony's not on commentary for the show. It's just a two man booth between uh, Excalibur and. Are they pitching uh, back to Tony in the back at all? No, or no, or no. Like I said, Tony's not on this show oh, at all. At all. Oh, they okay. said they they matter of fact, they say he's on assignment. And then during picture and picture, they're like, "Man, I miss Tony." You're like, well, you know, he's on assignment. Like, yeah, at his home. And I'm like, so why are you guys breaking kayfabe during picture in picture? Like yeah, they, you know they I mean? love
0: doing that. Oh, they they were they love to pop each other. To be, to be honest, you know. yeah,
1: that's all they were doing. That's all they were doing mm-hmm. during. But anyways, um. Yeah. So, anyways, like I said, it was just really annoying, and you know, I didn't, I didn't need for them to recap like the footage of it or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we all, again, we've all seen it. But literally, what they said was they were commentating on Phoenix as the new champion and putting him over as surviving John Moxley to win. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just super cheap. Yeah. Um. Plus, it just got really insulting because after this match, they replayed the footage, like I was saying uh, during the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the footage last week of Adam Cole running down to help MJF during this match with Samoa Joe.
0: Yeah, so you're like, you could review this. But yeah,
1: I mean, they're the, both, yeah. like, look, they, like, they play it to show you why he's on crutches, which is okay to address this instance of an injury. A severe one at that, you know, needs surgery. But again, it's an unplanned spot, inadvertent hurt, Uh, you know, someone got hurt, mm-hmm. you know, inadvertently unplanned matters well i just didn't understand why they couldn't even like people probably watched the show wanting to get an update on him you know what i mean and they just did their best to barely even talk about him like yeah. it was just super weird um and mm. then plus i heard that phoenix was only just medically cleared for the match like literally last minute mm. um and there were some changes to the original format so again all around just despite everything i just bitched about it was just still a, a weird matchup with phoenix facing <laughs> jeff Jarrett. you know what i mean it was just I don't know, but uh, the match itself was really nothing to write home about. Uh, I don't know if you know he was selling or this was what the uh, the what he had to get cleared for, but it looked like he had a legit knee issue during the match. Uh, Phoenix. Okay. Um, I don't know. He was grabbing his knee a lot, and then noticeably getting thrown to the outside a lot to get attacked for uh, four and one by Jay Lethal, Sanjay, un- everybody, it, all you know, of them. You know. Mm-hmm. But it, I noticed I'm like, yo, this is happening a lot. So I was like. Okay, maybe they're doing that because you can't work a lot, you know, and that's how you kind of cover it up. I mean, I know sometimes if you're working hurt, then you'll do a lot of outside shit um, to avoid having to, you know, do all the running off the ropes and shit. So, I don't know. But then again, he was still doing diving. Like, he was doing some diving attacks. So, I don't I don't know, man. Maybe some of it is true. Maybe he was just selling the, the, the leg and I don't know. But uh, while the, the ref was distracted, uh, Jared hit a low blow, tries for a small package, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix kicks out. Uh, he then hits the, uh, the hits the stroke, followed by a really ill-timed rope break from Phoenix. Like, they mm. – yeah, it was just
2: – He was doing had, that sometimes. He
1: was getting pinned and scoots himself over mid pin, oh, no. so he gets closer to the rope. That, yeah. That's
0: – my pet view is like when someone's waiting the to scoot? get splashed yeah. on. Yeah. The, I'm yeah. not a fan
1: of the scoot at no. all. Yeah. It's like, dude, just get in the I mean, you know where you're going to fall. I mean, at least, like, wait for the camera not to be on you. I don't know. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, then he, Jared then tries for the figure four. All of a sudden, you would have thought he would already went after it with his knee. But Phoenix ends up winning with a small package counter that clearly showed both of their shoulders being down at the same time. Uh, and that was the only other weird thing about the match is the fact that Jared had four, all four of his people with him at ringside. Phoenix only had Alex, despite them advertising that Penta had his own match later that night, so he's in the building. Mm. So it like made no sense for him then, not that being at ringside. Happens a lot, I noticed. They're like zero fear. zero fear carnal. Zero mm-hmm. <laughs> fear away, Fucking dick, you better go, you better not get a black eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> better come I don't care if you I, I, I don't care if you're on your
0: fool. <laughs> I don't care
1: if your mask gets torn, you better come back oh,
0: yeah, with Yeah, for real, yeah.
1: You, you better come back with more holes than it had or not, better than no mask at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's just it just I just thought it was weird. It just made no sense. For him to be getting jumped, and you got a, another your brothers back there, like, oh yeah, man, yeah. this is crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: He could take it. <laughs> like, or when's is gonna get some get some skin in the game? Please no. <laughs> uh,
1: Don Callis in ring segment. Um, Sammy G confirms the uh, recent recruitment with the De
0: Callis family. I don't know why we needed to. Well, he did it on Rampage already, but yeah, that's
1: exactly my point.
0: Yeah, and I love because how when he, he comes wore, out, it. yeah,
1: they say, so Sammy, are you in fact with? I'm like what he's already in a match
0: Yeah, that match is gonna be crazy
1: though that six man we'll see because yeah. this is what happened no, no. so uh, Kala shows footage of he and Takeshta in, to- in Tokyo Takeshi,
2: uh, Takeshi.
1: during uh yeah I that. Uh, during Grand Slam to go hunting for koto abushi
2: hmm.
1: where they beat up one of his students they go to a school. Uh, or I guess a training. I mean, I know he wanted to open the school. It's someplace he trains. Mm-hmm. But they beat up one of his students and eventually jump Abushi as Abushi and Takeshka. They're really getting pretty snug. What they were like rolling around, mm. like you know he had like he he got on top of him, put his knee on top of you know the joint where you put your knee on top of yeah, someone's yeah. chest, and you're just like pa pa gotcha. <laughs> I was like, okay, damn. and, and Takeshka got his hand over his head, but you can hear the slaps of the punches from. Yeah, it is you know, Koda But it's Koda. You know he, yeah, yeah. he hardly ever pulls his shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Paul. But like yeah, so. Um, so he, <laughs> they were snug for a little bit, dude. And then you got a uh, Callus uh, trying to hit him uh, across the back with an umbrella. Is this
0: actually Coda that they found? Or yes. Just is, okay. So, but the student caught some collateral damage.
1: They went to go see him. He oh, said he okay. wasn't there, and then when, after they attacked him, he showed up.
0: Ah, oh, okay, gotcha. Uh,
1: he no sells the umbrella attack. Tries to attack Callus, but Takeshi attacks Coda with a kettlebell mm. and chokes him out before vowing that. Uh, or I'm sorry, before Callus vowing that he's not safe in Japan or Seattle for Wrestle Dream is a, uh, mm. uh we, you know, we go back. Oh, he basically advises Jericho and Omega to get a new partner. Uh, interestingly though, Callis also shouts out will by God Ospreay mm-hmm. uh, as a member of his family as well. So I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, same you know, thing
0: on, that was on collision. They, they, uh, that they confirmed that that's who they'd be picking for that six man. Mm. And that's when I was like, okay, that's not a bad lineup, but I, I need to see y'all together if this is really going to work, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sammy he had a little bit a few lines here he just basically was saying that the fans are painting him out to be the bad guy uh, when he stood by Jericho for so long in hopes that he would one day pass the torch but realized that Jericho's too selfish so he took the torch from him so that he can finally become the champion and the star that he was born to be uh, all this while and I was hoping you did watch the show because all this while Callis is like clearly trying to signal something to Sammy during his promo mm-hmm. before like he's even doing like the backhand like so he can cover his mouth while on on, on the hard cam. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where he, like, even awkwardly like takes the mic from him after he's done just to cut a few last lines in a promo that, in my opinion, could have been omitted. It didn't even matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was like trying to remind people where to get tickets or anything. Mm. So it was kind of weird.
0: It was almost like he was trying to shoot the lines of Sammy. Maybe they were bullet points and Sammy missed them and then he was like, oh, I got to still no. get this in. Because
1: what he said was he's like, I'm going to take everything from all you guys and all the things that's going to be left are the tears. And I'm like, mm. that's not even something Sammy would say. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? So it just really was a two liner. That did not need to be there. He could have just been like, we'll see you at Russell Slam, you yeah. turds. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah
0: something.
1: Uh, we did get a Ricky Starks pre-tape. I don't know if he ever got a chance to go check out that Texas death match in the middle of Michigan, but um, good stuff. Okay. Uh, it was on collision. Um, there was uh, some post-match that happened before the, the, the show went off the air mm-hmm. where after um, Danielson won – Wheeler uh, Wheeler Yuta came down to, like, check on him. You know, obviously they they had a Texas death match, so he's making sure he's cool. And then you see Ricky start to get to his feet, and he's walking over, like, he's making his way over to Danielson. But then, like, Yuta, he just, like, shoves him. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, back the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's what they showed on TV. And then what they showed this footage is what happened after that. After they went off the air, I guess uh, Ricky got back on his feet and was able to signal, no, I'm trying to give him respect. So he actually ended up giving – a handshake to Danielson, and then you know they he accepted, and so then they showed that footage of that, and then after they showed post uh post post footage mm. with uh, Ricky, I'm guessing in a locker room or somewhere, he had dry blood still in of his face. Of he did, yeah. Uh, Big Bill was right next to him, and um he basically was uh talking about how uh you know despite losing both times. Brian has never pinned him and he's never submitted him, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, because one was a strap match and the other one was a Texas Death Match. So yeah,
0: and that's you got to be down for like what ten seconds or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you uh, said uh, you know, so as far as the rankings go, it goes Ricky Starks, then Dan Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you still got two L's, bro. I don't yeah, know. Will or Uta then walks into frame and tries to apologize to Ricky for shoving him earlier because he didn't really, you know, he didn't realize he was trying to show him respect. Uh, yeah. To, you know, and then he goes to shake his hand. But Ricky isn't having him. He just tells him, like, yo, next time you put your hands on me, you won't be leaving the ring on your own accord. I'm like, that don't sound like something you would say, Ricky. Mm-mm, I mean, I mm-mm. feel you. It's a, it's a statement, but it don't sound like a Ricky Stark statement. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Yuna then says, you know what? I was trying to be the bigger man, but I'll tell you how I really feel. You're all style with no substance. Mm-hmm. All you do is he said everything but bitch. Like, oh, you complain, moan, and he didn't say bitch. I forgot the other one. But I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> but before, other than that, it was a pretty good promo by him. He basically was like, "You could not even get up after what Daniel did to you, or what Danielson did to you." He's like, I, "He's like, you know what they do to me? They beat my ass every day, and I wake and I get up every day." Which it's funny that you brought that up on the promo because I was just telling you last week how they like kind of use him as a punching bag yeah
2: yeah
0: so i was like
1: hey. definitely yeah you know so i thought it was kind of like yeah so how about you know me and you he basically challenged him to a match for russell dream mm. and it got officiated or official so oh, okay yeah it's gonna be you versus uh ricky uh, starks, ricky starks. Mm-hmm. uh from here we get a triple a random triple threat match they called a triple they called i'm sorry it wasn't even triple they called it a triple threat match i called it a triple threat match they called it a three-way blind eliminator match uh, okay which this was just a number one contenders match for the international championship. Okay. Cage. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Okay. Versus Claudio. Oh.
0: Okay. Versus Nick Jackson. <laughs> it got it was interesting until that happened. I didn't lead with Nick.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he came out. He came out. He came out first too. So. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, Nick Jackson doing Nick Jackson things, diving mm. springboard, Swanton style, toe bait to both guys on the outside. Uh, there was a cool moment where you know he does this thing, the slingshot X Factor into the mm-hmm. the back roll through the ropes. Then you know he go, usually goes for the moonsault, uh, the no hands and moonsault. But when he did the moonsault, Claudio caught him over his shoulder like a power slam, mm-hmm. and he started running with him. And then like he turned it into a
0: satellite DDT, of and he, he was did.
1: he was just like, just like that, I'm gonna go gamble. No, you didn't say that, but that, that's he.
0: A lot of people have been doing that spot lately, though. The whole power slams, you know, running and then it gets countered into a. a satellite ddt but yeah
1: but he didn't know he didn't actually waver on that he actually did the ddt then hopped right back up and hit the dive before 50 on cage for a near full um but yeah intriguing uh you know uh the matchup between claudio and the cage obviously the little Mm -hmm. test strength but like two different styles too i mean he even like i mean the way that the stuff that they were doing between each other was crazy Um, a lot of fun spots between the three of them nick jackson climbed to the top rope only for claudio to like push him all, like he, mm. Claudio's on the apron.
0: Yeah. He shoves him down to the he floor. Sho-
1: no, no. So, let me. I'll set it up. Nick is climbing on the top rope, waiting for Cage to get up to his feet to jump on him. Mm. Claudio jumps on the apron and shoves him off into the ring, but he shoves him towards Cage, who catches him in the midair with the, 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 the delayed vertical. vertical. Yeah, like, of course, of course he dope. did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was dope. You got Claudio hitting the giant swing on Cage as well. Mm. Cage returns a favor with the deadlift superplex on on Claudio, which I, you Damn. know, obviously they
0: both do it. From the apron? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh man. Cage
1: F fives the shit out of Nick who kicks out. And I was like, nah, bro. That mm. was that was a
0: flush ass F five. Yeah, yeah. Um and Or then, what was he called the deep sea diverticulitis? Oh, diverticulitis. diverticulitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I forgot. It, and, a, and they call it that in the in a fucking game yeah, too. It's such a mouthful. Um Cage, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Nick actually ends up getting the window after Claudio impressively recolo, uh recolo bombs uh, Cage, but Nick springboarded Hare Krishna out of nowhere. They sent him out the ring and then he just jumps on the pin.
0: So basically, this is all just to get a, another singles match between Nick and this Ray only, Phoenix. This is only a, their second
1: a- only second singles match against each other. This was, they said, this was only his fourth singles match in AEW.
0: I believe that. I just feel like making yeah. him. Oh well, no, they've done a lot of tag matches together. Yeah. yeah, there you go.
1: But I mean, it's it's for next week because next Dynamite is the fourth oh, okay. uh, fourth. It's not an- for no, no, no. Okay, thank you. It's for the fourth uh, fourth anniversary okay. of uh, of uh, Dynamite, which I went to. Man, that's In crazy. DC, I still got the Four ticket. Four years ago, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, from here, we got uh, most notes I'm taking on the night. MJF Adam Cole pre tape and in ring segment. Um we saw Cole and MGF. Uh, basically, MGF invited Cole out so he can take him fishing and cheer him up since he hurt his uh, leg. And I realized, this, I was like, dude, this is your fucking boat. And he's like, no, it's my dad's boat, but he doesn't fucking nothing know. <laughs> so he's like, what the? F-? You know, that whole thing. Uh, they're in the middle of Long Island fishing and stuff like that. They end up catching uh, Captain Insano for some reason. Uh, no, of course I they did. I won't go into it. Uh, but uh, not before MGF almost, uh, <laughs> not, almost like uh, feigning like he's going to take out Adam Cole on the boat like soprano style with the diamond ring he's like hey uh hold my beer I'm gonna get you uh, another beer he's like yeah yeah cool man and you see him <laughs> you see him opening the the cooler behind him and he's just like putting the ring on he's looking he's and then all of a sudden adam without him looking at him he's like yeah man this beer is good max you didn't bring me out here to take me out with the diamond ring and throw me overboard did you <laughs> he's like no no man that's well, crazy What
0: is that crazy? Uh, you yeah, still yeah, mad because the roddy or I, how I, I don't should, uh. well you
1: know let me say that he did ask he's like um hey since we're out here let me ask you um so were you really on the phone with roddy that long i mean like i mean it took you a while to get to my match you know what i mean it was just like yeah i mean you know he, he just was you know on the phone it was an emergency and he was trying to get him to understand like you know I know you're used to just having one friend, this friendship thing is new to you, but like, it's okay to have more than one friend. He's like, well, having more than one friend doesn't work for me, but, uh." (laughs) so then that's when he goes to the cooler, like he's about to fucking ice him. Mm. And then, and then later he's like, by the way, I thought you overboard last time I almost got caught. So no. And I was like, what the fuck is that alluding to? I'm like, did he throw Cody over? <laughs> was it Cole Carter? It Co- he threw Cole Carter?
0: <laughs> uh, you know what's no, funny no. is they referenced – I didn't even want to bring that up, but they referenced him low-key on NXT and they showed up to the restaurant. Creed goes, wait, this isn't like one of those last supper meals, right, where you know this is the last thing you eat, and then you never get seen from again, and everyone just kind of stops. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, shit. and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but we did
1: – from here we got uh in-ring segment. Um, this is where it gets interesting, my friend. Adam Cole comes down to the ring on crutches in a pretty hefty-looking cast, as it's pretty apparent by this point that he will not be cleared for Russell Dream. But the yeah, crutches, I saw that cast like, uh, up to his kneecap almost. Yeah, dude, yeah. it was, uh oh, man. Um, but the crutches do not, let me repeat, do not stop Cole from doing his signature entrance poses. Uh, MGF gives Cole a chair in the ring as he uh, lets him sit down in the ring, and he hits, He hits. does the. he doesn't even do the, he's sitting down, he's like, Adam go, baby, <laughs> But he's in a chair doing it. But it just seems funny because he's like – Easy money. And it's like – and then you got him sitting in a chair. You got MJF kneeling in front of him. They're almost the same height. So it's like – Yeah, I mean, you know, he was still in good spirits. Um, but, you know, he reveals that, yeah, he has to get surgery. Uh, he tries to say that they're going to relinquish the tag titles before MJF stops him and tells him, like, no, I'm going to defend these titles solo in a handicap match against the Righteous at Russell Dream. So that, that's official right now. Obviously, hmm. that wasn't the – you know – no one planned for Cole to get hurt, but...
0: Maybe Wardlow would show up. I thought we were friends,
1: Max. Well, i tell you who did show up. Of course, Adam! <laughs> Roderick Strong interrupts with the infamous Adam line as he's rolled out on stage, get this, in a wheelchair complete with a hospital gown, no pants on, neck, <laughs> neck brace. He just has socks. and His leg is just bare legs. The ga- the gown's like down to here.
0: Just tell me if the glasses are on. Glasses are on,
1: neck brace, Yes. <laughs> And, and the kingdom are with him and he's like i need you to come with me right now it's it's an emergency let's go and you know M. Jeff is like you know look dude like i get it i'm not get-. he did, basically he just doesn't give him shit he's like, i know that's your boy i respect you enough to know that that you know you taught me a lesson at the lake on the water i could respect you that that's gotcha. your boy you yeah, know yeah. so he's like do what you got to do but when you come back like heal up and i'll be back when you come back you know so Cole leaves the ring on crutches and he's hobbling his way up the, to the ramp. As Roddy and King the Kingdom are just yelling at him to hurry up, as if he doesn't have a fucking broken Jesus. foot. Yeah. yeah, hurry up! Come on, it's emergency! I was like, "Jeez, dude." <laughs> then MJF is left alone momentarily as he starts to say something when he's interrupted surprisingly by I did
0: see I did the see Collision
1: Cowboys, the Bang Bang Gang, Bullet Club Gold uh jay King white switch yeah uh, jay white enters the ring alone is a pretty good promo showdown i'm not gonna go back and forth you can watch it's way yeah, too yeah, much tight. To type but i, I can, imagine. You can go check it out yeah um, honestly never even thought About these two in a feud Let alone a match together You know so yeah. this is Definitely interesting I mean
0: they, he had a good match Against Andrade on Collision Yeah did. And I remember the same yeah, thing he, when he came out And I was like wow I didn't even think about this And he, they were talking about How there were basically Two ships passing in the night In yeah. Japan Yeah And uh, but it was fu- I, Not taking to interrupt a, you But there t- was t- the- Taking a page out of La Sombra's book uh, I was yeah, like but, calm but, down but They've been doing a lot Of funny backstage bits too You know the cutout With J.Y. Oh, like, oh I card, saw you're talking about the- uh, Cardblade
1: Yeah Oh that was the Yeah cause dude
0: All three of them I saw were talking And then you just see the cutout you know and he's pointing and then all of a sudden jay white steps out from behind it <laughs> and you're like
1: what the fuck yeah I, i'm surprised just, that they got the cardboard uh yeah, over it's, it's, it's great it's man. been hilarious uh-huh. yeah um uh, but yeah i mean you know um it, the one thing that i liked about this is the fact that uh we had max turn him down with a with a tofu line basically saying that like i'm i'm filet mignon
2: because
1: mm. everyone says oh you know mgf is good but he's no jay white he's like no I am good. Like I am I'm you yeah. know, I'm Filet Mignon and you're not filet mignon, you're tofu. And he's like tofu. He's like, you know what tofu does? It attaches to things and takes on the flavor of what it attaches to. Mm. And I was like, oh, that was a bar. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? So was. he's like, you're not gonna get any flavor from daddy, you know, type shit where <laughs> you know, so he was he was on some shit like that, and then White hitting back uh, with some troops and being the quote unquote the uno- unofficial catalyst behind MGF and Cole's friendship, because who took out Cole? and took him off the shelf at Forbidden Door a year ago.
0: Oh, it was Jay White, yeah. yeah I know. didn't even think about that. Yeah, or at least he was in that match. I don't remember if yeah. he, well, he was he, directly he involved. St- He's taking yeah. credit for it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then, just like he does for AEW. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: he, he did. He took credit for that. He mm-hmm. said, I sold out the United Center. I'm like, no, they will probably always will sell out the United Center, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, just like I single-handedly sold out MSG. I'm like, bro. No one is even talking about that show no more.
0: Uh, but yeah, he brings up though.
1: he brings up Cole hurting his neck in their match, and ultimately, you know, just trying to bring up things to to keep on Max's mind. Death. Yeah, but also like stuff that he's probably not thinking about because you know he, they're friends. But now that he's like having to heal up, and he's gonna be kind of going at it alone, he's like, hey, don't forget this is the guy that almost hurt your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to like drop little poison traps in there. You know what I mean? But basically, calls him soft and says he wants he has his eyes set on the Triple B. So. But, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe this is what they were alluding to with this whole end of an era, start of a new era. I mean, yeah. I think it's just the post-CM Punk era, correct? I think that's what they're alluding to more than anything else. Like, yeah,
0: but I did, I had something just come through while you started your review, but I'm going to bring it up during the uh, predictions aspect of this. Yeah, uh, I, I don't got pod. too much left. No, you good. good.
1: Uh, we had a, a sit-down with Jim Ross between Christian Cage and Darby Allin, a five-minute <laughs> segment that uh, pretty much just had Christian catching amnesia, uh, claiming to have held the TNT Championship for months now.
0: Man, that, um, that match was interesting. How they, yeah, they no, I it. did.
1: It didn't. It didn't go the way I thought it was, but mm-hmm. I liked the. I like that fact, you know.
0: I, I, you know, when it was a triple threat, I thought in my head, I was like, man, Cage might actually walk out with the belt legit, and yeah. I don't know what that looks like. And then I, I thought, going, ah. I thought,
1: he, I thought he would on a, on some accident, like he'd like land on on like Darby or accidentally mm-hmm. land on Luchasaurus. Or yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how it was gonna happen, but yeah, he was just basically like, oh, how's it feel to actually to know that you actually are the champion? He's like. I don't know what you're talking about, Jim. I've been the champion for months now. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and so he was doing that, and then he pretty he just pretty much just was getting off all his dead dad jokes, and in this case, uh, dead uncle jokes I for for Darby. It. Yeah. Uh, and then he was claiming that Nick, uh, you know, he has Nick Wayne's digits. I mean, only real substance here was uh, when Christian called into question Darby's mentorship skills with Wayne, claiming that he hides behind the paint. Uh, to which Darby uh, reacts pretty aggressively and grabs a bottle of water and just starts pouring it on his face to rub the paint off. Oh shit! It was okay. really compelling. Like, uh, like my part, of, favorite part of the sit down for sure. I like that. Uh, from here we had the uh, this pointless fatal four way match, and it's pointless because four the, the, there's going to be four teams already, but they took one member for each team in a four four to four way to basically. It's a multi-man to hype up the four-way tag match at Russell Dream, which is going to be a number of contenders match. It's Lucha Bros versus Orange, Cassidy, and Hook versus the Guns versus the Young Bucks. So it was Panta, Orange, Cassidy, Austin Gunn, and Matt Jackson in a Fatal Four-Way. Uh, I mean, it was fun or whatever, but I mean, Who's you know.
0: Who's Cassidy's partner? Hook. Oh. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Only thing is that they definitely worked this match like an indie match. Like, it just it just doesn't necessarily play well for live TV. Uh, Or match psychology, like once they were just repeatedly hitting each other with snap suplexes for like a good thirty seconds. I I got you. Yeah, Yeah, it was just stuff like that. Uh, Orange ends up winning the match on Matt Jackson after hitting the orange punch, uh, which was surprising as his team is the only team in the match that aren't former AEW tag team champions. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had another match: uh, Willow Nightingale versus Julia Hart. Uh, this is a pretty decent match for Julia Hart. Uh, Willow's always good. However, I'm just getting used to Hart getting longer matches. Yeah. And uh, more features on TV with how they've been building her up on Collision. Yeah. Uh, she did just call out Chris Statlander for the TBS Championship at Wrestle Dream. Oh. Um, so this was a good way to help Julia-, Julia look really strong on Dynamite. I
0: like the pairing with Brody too. I will say. I do. I, yeah.
1: Uh, pushes her, you know, going into the match looking strong for Sunday. Uh, this was a strong uh, eight-minute match with the uh, diving moonsault for the win, which you, I don't usually see her hit. But who hit the uh, uh, willow? Julia. Julia. No, no, no Julia's the one that's facing Chris Statlander.
0: Oh no, I know that. I just I'm just surprised she won with the moonsault and not that submission. That submission well, that's what I'm getting that. into.
1: Mm. Um, she wins with the with the moonsault and then she attacks her post match. Uh, ah, okay. yeah. Which of course provokes a, a run-in from Statlander. It's uh, Julia escapes and Statlander runs right into Brody Lee or Brody Lee. Brody King, R.I.P. Mm. Uh, not being able to get her hands on Julia before their match on Sunday. Yeah, which he's, he's just like, who? Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Like, what's, uh, yeah, what's that? The best dressed dude we'll with, a, with a padlock
0: Sunday. and a chain for a for, yeah, necklace. <laughs> You're
1: like, um, this man tells me he got shit unlocked, and I don't want nothing to do mm-hmm. with him. Last yeah, little piece she, of business oh, here. Yeah, uh, we had the contract signing between Swerve Strickland and Hangman
0: Page. Oh, that's, oh. I yeah, and then realize.
1: we're gonna, after this we'll get into, uh, I guess, predictions. Yeah, urge. sounds good. So, um, Swerve comes out with Prince Nana for the contract signing, but he stops Nana from doing the dance and uh, shows us all business. Uh, Renee Paquette hosts the signing as she announces that both the Elite and the Mogul Embassy are both banned from uh, ringside Mm. as there are security uh, surrounding the ring. Uh, Not a whole lot to go back and forth here. I mean, you know, Swerve, he had some stuff to say about, like, you know, you've actually had some fire. I've been, like, lighting what I've been seeing, but now was too little too late. You know what I mean? So he's like, you going to Seattle. I, I ain't losing in Seattle. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, he was on wow. some shit like that. But here's the quote, probably quote of the whole thing. He said, I mean, what's a farmer to a mogul?
0: Oh, that's where that was from. What's okay. a
1: cowboy to an outlaw? What's a buckshot to a kill shot?
0: Mm, I was like, okay. Yeah, the crowd liked that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, which I'm like, Man, how did the hell did that work, bro? When mm. you, when you, when you when I think about the, the, the Dave Chappelle joke birdshot buckshot and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and you're like oh buckshot it's just gonna it's gonna pepper him up real nice <laughs> but then you're like no but i got the kill shot and it's like i used to be kill shot this guy used oh, the buckshot yeah, 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 Larry. it's, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, crazy how that get, works yeah, yeah. wrestling is so sometimes it's just so beautiful sometimes yeah, they, they, like the that. way it
0: comes together yeah for sure
1: but uh he thanks swerve for saying what he what he did a couple weeks ago and uh saying that though it stung at the moment it was true and there's been something going on with him for, and for a year and a half He's had a black cloud over him, but there was moments of sunshine where, you know, he got to reunite with the elite and he felt that things were getting better. But then that feeling came back and feeling uh, the feeling of needing an umbrella again for that black cloud uh, swerve interrupts with his evil laugh. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you need to just be a villain in a movie yeah, yeah. because he was just
0: <laughs> I-, I thought that for a while. That was, like, hey,
1: like, that was good, but that was the softest thing I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. yo, you're evil, bro. But uh, he basically lets it be known that Hangman's not special at all. Mm. He's like, dude, this is not personal. You're just the guy in the position that I wanted to go after. That's all this is. Mm. Uh, But tells him that, that, you know, uh, you reminded him, by the way, uh, it rains a lot in Seattle, which I thought was a good line because he was just talking about the black cloud thing. Gotcha. Um, And uh, I'm sorry, a hell of a lot. He had to pour it on,
0: you know. Mm.
1: Hangman tells Swerve that he may want his spot and that he should want his spot, but tells him that he can't fill his boots Uh, Swerve slaps Hangman as Renee then gets the hell out of the ring as things look like they're going to turn physical. Uh, Swerve then just starts to sign the contract before uh, Hangman stabs him in the hand with the other pen that was there. Mm. Uh, As security rushes in and separates the two men. And then we pan to this backstage camera with four hooded guys in black beating down Jay White, which we don't know it's Jay White until we get closer uh, to the... The scene, mm-hmm. and then a fifth assailant in black with the MJF signature devil mask comes into frame mm-hmm. before putting uh, their hand to the camera, ed- ending the feed, which you know pretty much ends the show. But it was just uh, again interesting. I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know if this is like because the beatdown wasn't fake. You know, it wasn't like it was the Bang Bang Gang beating no, up no, Jay White and no, they're trying no. to set something. No, up. no, I saw that footage. It, look,
0: it looked pretty stiff. Yeah. but one thing I've seen. People have been talking um, something about the mask, but yeah, go ahead. Because the last time you saw the mask is when uh, Cole and MJF are sitting in the locker room, I think post-match or before a title match, and you notice that it's actually hanging in Adam Cole's locker. Instead of, like, in the one he's sitting in front of with his entrance jacket. <gasps> Holy fuck. Yeah, so you a lot of people is? are thinking maybe there's some sort of... Is he actually hurt or they no, he's hurt Are they baiting switching us or something
1: I think there might be some bait and switch but then I thought about it it's not enough bodies unless someone else is coming Yeah that's what I There's five people too. and yeah. I was like
0: it could be the kingdom I'm thinking it's the kingdom cuz why not hurt, order YJ White though like not I mean, instead of MJF I, I mean like, yeah
1: the only thing I'm thinking they're trying to set MJF up or something yeah, I, yeah, I don't I don't the, know mm-hmm. cuz maybe maybe they're doing it now because like maybe everyone wanted it to be Adam Cole mm-hmm. to want to take the title from him but now that he's hurt yeah. And there's no real timetable so on when hurt. he's coming back. I don't know. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, the, the, I, I, yeah. the, the, you know, he he broke his foot, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's like maybe they're like, well, we got to, all right, I'm going to take the title from him. I'm going I'm to make someone else get the putt. And then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to beat the guy that took the fucking years off my career mm-hmm. for that belt. You know, yeah, I don't know. That's true. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't Man. want to take up too much time. Nah, I know good. we got a. You want to get to? Are we doing No Mercy as well?
0: Uh, we don't necessarily have to. I know that. I a, didn't know if you had it. I mean, I, I do. I, I have all. It's, it. it's just six matches. All right. Um, yeah. And, and then it, I got I got the Russell Dream one. Appeared. I mean, I'll go ahead right now. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. I'm probably gonna go Tiffany Stratton just because you know. I'm gonna go Tiffany thing. as well. For sure. And then we got uh, Noem Dar taking on Butch for the Heritage Cup. Um, it's hard to say because, like, while I want to say Butch we'll take it um i don't know if he's sticking around you know i know he's part of the brawling brutes but with Sheamus down and i don't think uh we're seeing holland right oh, now oh I, I
1: didn't get to elaborate on that the whole one night only stable thing that was about uh butch cuz he put out on twitter he was like you know, uh Noam Dar's gonna have all of metaphor out there. It's like how about one night only we bring BSS back? So oh really? I guess he had asked oh, uh, Tyler that. Tyler to be in his corner. Oh, okay. I
0: didn't even know that. I'm
1: like, We can't we can't give Trent Seven a shake. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm a. you said that's for the heritage cup, correct? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go butch. Okay, and I'm then not. you said you're going. No, uh,
0: I'd like to say Butch, but again, I don't know if he's planning to stick around. And but at the same time, if he does win this, I could see it being the catalyst for him to rename himself. But because you know, but yeah, I'll say true. Butch as well. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, your name
1: is Pete. Damn it! Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we got the fatal four way match. I'm sorry, you said Butch as well, correct? Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Creed Brothers and Los Lotharios and OTM taking on the reigning champs right now. The family or D'Angelo family, Tony D and Stacks. I'm going to go Tony D and Stax.
1: Um, I'm going to go the with the Lotharios, actually. Oh, okay. I like that. I feel like, I mean, were those tattoos real or that was just something that they did?
0: I think they, no, they are real. Yeah, they, yeah they, they
1: I mean, if that's me and I had to put money on a tattoo and time and effort, I, I better
0: be getting something back yeah. in return. Uh, Braun Breaker versus Corbin. I'm gonna go Breaker because Corbin doesn't need the win, but you know, it, I'm gonna go Corbin too for sure. Um, Are you gonna go Corbin? You said yeah. Okay.
1: Only because I think he's building his stock in NXT, rebuilding, I should say. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with Corbin. Yeah.
0: For sure. Uh, North American title match, Trick versus Dom. I'm going to go Trick because I honestly think it's about that time for him to get something for himself. And Dom can't stay down in NXT forever. Is Braun so.
1: Breaker with two Ks?
0: Yes. That is so fucking yeah, weird, it dude. is. I'm going with Dom. All right. Dom retains. And then finally, the world title match, Hayes versus Ilya. I'm going to go Ilya.
1: I'm going to go Hayes. Um, My bad. It was Dom versus Trick. And then it was... Uh, the main event, Hayes versus okay.
0: I don't think I don't know if it's going to be main event, but it, yeah, or whatever. you know, i bad. The yeah, so it should be six match. total
1: one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I got that. Okay, Hayes versus Ilya. And you, you went for Ilya, correct? Uh, yes, I went Hayes and you went Ilya. Okay, I just want to make sure I got that. And then you had Trick, correct? Yep, and Trick, and then you went for the family for the tag yep. team. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, I guess. Well, prepare to lose, my friend. <laughs> um, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. All right. Give me one quick second here. I don't know if you wanna help well, if you want to take the notes for this one. Oh no, you're gonna be on your phone. Um, okay, here we go. Um off the rip. Let's go. Uh we got Wheeler Uta versus Ricky Starks.
0: I'm gonna go Starks.
1: I'm gonna go Starks as well. Um We have the the fatal four way uh elimination match. Um, I'm sorry, a number of contenders match. Misspoke. Uh, again, the uh, Young Bucks, uh, Lucha Bros, Hook and Cassidy, and um, the Guns. And it's, uh, this, and, and let me clarify, this is not for the ROH tag title. This is just for...
0: A shot at FTR's title. FTR, yeah. Or whoever ends up walking away with the so I'm going to go yeah. Guns. I don't know why. But. I
1: was thinking that, too. Just because I, I feel like now that they put them back on, or I kind of feature him more a little bit on, on uh, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. There might be some stuff there, so I don't know. Um, uh, now nah, I'm going to go Orange and Hook. Last minute change. Orange,
0: Hook. Yeah, no, are good. Cool. All
1: right. Moving on now, we have uh, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. TBS Championship.
0: I mean, it's a very good spot to put Hart. And they build her up in quite, quite a lot in a week or so's time. But I'm going to go Statlander.
1: I, I will as well. Um Stan Lander, both. All right, moving on up. We have ROH World Championship and New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. Um, this is weird because only he, two of the three championships are on the line. Yeah, Katsori Shibata's pure championship not on the line.
0: Yeah, Eddie set this up, I think, in, uh, yeah. on, on Collision via on, uh, tweet. But I'm going to go Kingston. I'm
1: going to go Kingston as well. He actually recently shouted out uh, Ethan Page for being on his radar. I thought that was pretty random. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, let me see. Kingston for both. And, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a scalp for him for
0: sure. Uh, yeah.
1: AEW TNT Championship, two out of three falls. Christian Cage champion uh, against Darby Allen.
0: I want to put money on Darby, but my, my problem is he doesn't need the title again. But it's Darby in Seattle. So, but see,
1: he's yeah. won the title in Seattle before, which is why I'm thinking they're going to go a different way. I'm, mm. I, I'm personally. Did he go, win it in Seattle? He says it in, in the sit down. Oh, okay. If he said it, if, uh, he he must remember it. I'm okay. <laughs> you know you going what I mean? cage then. I'm gonna go Christian Cage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and you? Uh, Same. I'm going go Darby. Darby. Okay. Darby, 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 Darby. Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to uh, John Witherspoon, Yeah, Sean, yeah, man. Um, moving on here. We got uh. World, uh, oh, we got the the world, uh ROH Tag Team Championship match, uh, which is now a handicap match. MJF versus the the Righteous. Um, I don't know how, but I feel like the story he has to finish the story. Uh, I feel like MJF is going to pull out this win somehow, some way. I'm not too sure how, but I'm gonna go
0: Righteous. Oh, just because I think it would be now it, without Cole. That
1: honestly is not a bad way to go, and it makes sense. It doesn't. It does not yeah, it's kill like, MJF at all. No, nah, he's lose, still so. the world champ. Is how I look at it. So. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Um, f- and then we got the six man Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite uh, versus the Don Callis family. Um, I'm gonna go the the Golden Elite and Chris Jericho.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go the Callis family. Just, I mean, I I do think the Elite will get their comeuppance, but um. You know, I just—it feels like. Why are they throwing so much gas on the family thing right now? So
1: I feel like another member might join, maybe. But the North only show. reason I said that is because the has been getting mad, mad, it's like, heat, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess there's no, there's, there's no stopping sight. Um, we also have. Uh, why is this like this? What the fuck? Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. We have AW World Tag Team Championships. FTR versus Aussie Open. I'm going Aussie Open. I'm going FTR. And you know those are
0: my guys, but I just don't know. I feel like they're kind of
1: stagnant right now. I don't yeah. know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's because of the whole CM Punk thing. I'm like, dude, they didn't need CM Punk to be no. good. You know no. what I mean? So, uh, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland is the last two matches right here. I'm going Swerve. I'm going Page, even though Swerve needs. Oh, no, I'm going Swerve. I'm dumb. I okay. keep forgetting that they're in a fucking, uh, fucking Seattle. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, we got the technical uh I'm
0: going Danielson. All
1: right. Danielson.
0: Yourself? As yeah, well?
1: I'm going Danielson. I mean, why give them why give the I mean, I don't know. He did say that he was on his last run, but I don't see him giving him a win to a guy that's not even contracted. Yeah. No. The first time on that soil. So uh and yeah, that's it. Let me see. Let me double check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten? Yeah, ten. Well, that's it. We shall see by the end uh, what's going to happen by, uh, you know, both shows. We'll tally it up. And uh, from there, I guess, you know, we'll see what's going on. Anyways, I want to thank you yes, all for doing what y'all do, man. That's listening to us do what we do. And that's breakdown every week of the, uh, the Pro Wrestling Climate Headlines, uh, rumors, injuries, returns, all that in between, man. And uh, don't forget to tap in with us again. Every week we're dropping an episode, man. You can follow us on social media to uh, stay tuned whenever we're going to be releasing. That is at The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, at The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. And uh, you can check us out anywhere you go to get your podcast as well as music because there is an album out there called The Quincy Jones Show by yours truly. Yeah. And it does feature the, uh, this guy over here as well, amongst maybe? a few other friends. But make sure you go tap in again. The Quincy Jones Show on Spotify, Castbox, iTunes, um, everywhere. Again, you go to usually download your your podcast, man. And uh, don't forget to also follow us at Winter Circle Pro. Yes, sir. I mean, you can follow us at Winter Circle PW on Twitter, but it's at Winter Circle Pro most other places, man. Again, we just announced our very last uh, uh, talent uh, announcement on Wednesday with the top notch Lucas Riley. We're mm-hmm. really excited to get. Uh, these matchups are uh, going to be you know rolling out as well, by, I believe, by next week. Yes, sir. And, again, excited to just give this show to you guys. Again, last one of the year, man. You can go ahead and get your pre-sale tickets right now. $20 general admission, $25 front row, and that is victory-lab.eventbrite.com. And uh, you could also make sure you check out Doc's, uh, all of his you know stuff he got going on with the music. Yeah, right now. Uh, check out This Is Awesome anywhere you get music right now um as well as uh you know he's putting down for Russell wednesdays every wednesday i right know t- I'll, I'll give him yeah, a man. spiel
0: at doc lesnar follow me for all things having to do with my musical uh career uh at doc underscore KJS Pod for all things having to do with this podcast hashtag wrestle wednesdays who are you wearing this week uh we got uh my uh lesnar lots at lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my merchandise store with wrestling funko pops all the above go ahead and check it out you'll see for yourself what i got uh, about to put up some pretty big items man signed items uh pretty soon so you guys look out for that and of course as you already told the man go ahead and follow us at Winter circle pro for all updates having to do with the company as well as our upcoming victory lap event the last one of the year you already said but sure to be the biggest but uh other than that man I only got three words for him man top Top guys out. out